Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. I just think we were prepared. You know, one thing my uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, what did he say? He just told us to be prepared. Hi. 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 I want me some glory hope. Dude. You ain't moss. I'm the boss. Pocahontas. Is it me, Amazing Garcia? <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm, all right. Uh, um, uh, uh. How about those friggin' pirates? Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. It is Friday, and we are here with you on Pirate Radio Live. And we are happy to be here, and happy you are here as well on Pirate Radio 92. Point seven FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And watch the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. Be a part of today's show as uh, we talk football, hoops, and everything in between. So a lot to get to as we get you ready for a busy sports weekend. We'll talk about it all. We want to hear from you as well. What are you looking forward to this weekend uh what do you want to see this ecu football roster look like in 2023 what are you happy about right now what do we need to upgrade we can dive into that as well and uh we'll get your questions and comments on the facebook and the youtubes shirley rhodes is here chandler honeycutt is here we have a lot of guests to get to as well including brian north we'll get you ready for the big sports weekend with north he'll join us coming up later on in hour number one hour two it is the last regular season weekend of the nfl well uh we'll have our picks we'll do our picks in the playoffs too but this will be our last uh friday pick them as chandler honeycutt uh with a dominant 156 wins has a seven game lead over tony a 15 game lead over cj an 18 game lead over me he hasn't clinched it yet. I'm going to let Chandler pick first every game today to see if Tony wants to go the opposite to try to catch up. Uh, but Chandler could be our regular season champion if he finishes it out with some good picks today. So we'll talk Week 18 NFL. We'll try to get to all the playoff scenarios, but it is crazy, especially with now uh, what they're deciding to do. And we'll talk about it in a moment with the the Bills bingles game that that was not finished there's a neutral site plan in place there is an update on uh damar hamlin a very positive update so we'll get into all that coming up in a moment and in hour number two when we talk nfl hour three morgan aylers will join us as uh he will talk some pirate hoops with us some pirate football as well uh we'll hear mike schwartz comments got them earlier today as the Pirates get ready to go to Memphis to take on the Tigers on Saturday at 2 o'clock. And Mark Greenhouse Golf Shop Radio Show will join us as well in hour number three. So that is what is on tap for today's show. Steve Hill says, Clipper. Hello, Steve. Hello to everyone out there. Hello, Shirley. Hello, Chandler. Hello, Clip. Hello, Clip. How are we? Good. How are you? good 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 here <laughs> yeah <laughs> happy friday i mean is it a friday or is yeah, it i a mean friday? is it a friday or is it a friday <laughs> if you know what i mean oh, i'm feeling a little bit more of a friday <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop it stop it 
How's Barb? Oh, she's doing the kids. fantastic. Yeah, doing great. Good, doing good. great. The kids had a good Christmas. <laughs> Big plans this weekend? Oh, yeah. Uh, going down to the lake, down to the lake house, and then enjoying our time down there. Yeah. Beautiful weather in January, I mean. You still got those sea dews? Do I? <laughs> I'd rather not talk about that. <laughs> Let's dive into it. What happened to the sea dews? I uh, don't want to talk about it. Come on, I'm man. not talking about the sea dews on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you got the sea dudes. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the sea dudes. Yeah, I got okay. them. I got How them. many sea dudes you got now? I don't know. I can't uh, tell you. Last time uh, you had about three or four, I think. Here's a question What is a sea dude? <laughs> Do you not know what a sea dude does? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Oh, my God. A uh, sea dude, one of the great inventions, uh, what I like to call a jet ski. Oh, yeah. So you really didn't know what a sea dew was? No, I didn't know. I usually call it a jet ski. <laughs> don't call it a sea dew. I you call it a jet ski. You don't call it by brand. So like instead of Q-tips, you say, hey, can you pass me an earwax getter? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I'm saying. Well, All right. Uh, used to ride jet skis a lot when I had a place down at oh, White Lake. Speak on that. Okay. So that little uh, improv we were doing there, you were basing that off some reality. A little bit, for sure, <laughs> in terms of reality and being real. I've, uh, White Lake was a fun time in my childhood. It's fair to say I've been on a jet ski before. Mm-hmm. Pretty fun. Yeah, they're great. I actually um, I went down to Key West a couple years ago now um, for a buddy's bachelor trip, and we went on jet skis, and we were able to operate. It's the first time I've been able to operate a jet ski by myself because when I was younger – I was, you know, had somebody else operate it, but now you're a big boy, and now I'm a big boy, and now I'm going on bachelor trips with my buddies and riding jet skis by myself. Man, and, uh, I'm a grown, grown a man. You're, a, you're I'm a gam. gam. You're a gam. I'm a gam. I'm a grown ass man. You are. I, you didn't have to say that. I'm sorry. I had to. Nah. All right, gam. Well, uh, great, great to have you here, Chandler. Great to be here. Great to be seen, and great to be with you, fine folks. Fine folks, being Shirley Rhodes. And clip rock. What do you want to talk about? <clears throat> Just name um, name something and I'll go. Airplane food. I hadn't been on an airplane much. I haven't either, but usually now they give you like th- literally this b- this size of. Like now, how peanuts. do you know? When's the last time you went on an airplane? Let's see. Hmm. The, I don't like the fact that uh, the, if you ask for a drink, they. They get out a can, and the cups about that big. Yeah, the cups like this big, and they yeah, basically a shot. And I'm like, seriously. Last time I was on a plane was going down to that Key West trip a couple years ago. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Where you rode a sea dew? Yeah, I rode a sea dew. Is there a story that where you like failed your test? Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> I failed it like three times. You failed your uh, jet ski test. Yes, and there's a video on my phone somewhere where I literally like I finally get it right, and I'm like, yeah, let's go. So what were uh, the questions that were keeping you from passing the jet ski I, test? Well, here's the thing: you were supposed to read a book. <laughs> I didn't read it. I just I kept guessing. Readings time. for losers. Yeah. So my buddies they guessed in like one or two times. I it took me three or four um we didn't read anything we needed to read we just like oh this makes sense like this is common sense like we'll put c and i i mean you're it you're going in the what do you do if the answer is tide is coming in this and that what's a wake zone this and that like i i was just 
putting down something. So and all, they were like, sorry, you failed once again. And I was like, dang it. So uh, all your buddies. My buddies are over there, like, got their keys to the jet ski, like, ready to go. And I'm, they're like, are you done yet? I'm like, I'm trying, dude. They're having I'm the trying. time of their lives. Uh, Mike P says, we get it, Chandler. You went to Key West. <laughs> Sick brag on a Friday by Chandler Honeycutt. And I rode jet skis, Mike. <laughs> Big jet ski guy. Big sea do guy. Big sea do guy. Not a seafood guy, but, but a sea do guy. Uh, Dudu guy was a player that EC was trying to get a couple oh, years ago. Dudu guy, you talk about Billy Weaver? <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Huh? What? He's selling something different now. What's he oh, selling? Well, do tell. Do tell. Do do tell. Do do tell. He no longer sells poop pills. He now sells something that has to do with your skin. It's like a dermatologist-related uh, uh, thing. That's no fun. So, that's no fun at all. Well, he's out we of the, want poop He's medicine. out of the poop biz. He's out of the poop biz. I love calling him the and poop doctor. To be honest with you, I was surprised he didn't mention it in the postgame show. because probably embarrassed. He and I were talking <laughs> like he couldn't be any more embarrassed by selling poop pills. Um, but no, uh, he and I were talking about... Uh, about it during we were watching the game all he right. came and watched the game and we were talking about it and it didn't dawn on me until you were talking about the poop pills and i was like wait a minute he doesn't sell those anymore yeah, it's great to know that you and billy's relationship is a lot stronger than billy and mine and billy and clips he knew we couldn't handle the uh the poop conversation so he didn't even bring it up we're gonna have to have another fifth quarter get him in here yeah to talk about it all right um i guess we'll uh talk some sports and some ecu athletics to be exact another pirate is portaling it's one that we kind of expected, right, Clip? Uh, a little bit for sure in terms of in expecting. In terms of expecting things. Jawan Powell, who uh, did not make it through the entire Birmingham Bowl. He pulled an AB. He pulled an Antonio Brown. A lot of fans leave early at games. Apparently, uh, in this case, a player left early yeah. uh, during the game. I wanted to make a joke the other day. You said, uh, I, I believe you were reading his statement that he had brought uh, put out. Yep. It was more like a prayer. Yeah. Uh, it was like a written prayer to the Lord. Um, but he said something about letting his family down. Family. Now he might have let his family down, but his family, <laughs> but his family picked him up at halftime and took him home. Literally, <laughs> that's your joke, boy. You really enjoy your joke. I mean, he reached really far. For I mean, that that's one. good. Nobody. He let his family down, but his family picked, picked him, him up, up at, at halftime half and took him <laughs> home. And took him home. <laughs> That's pretty good. I, I mean, you love it. I wanted to say it the other day. It's, I mean, it's been cooked up inside of me for about two or three You've days. You've been crockpotting that bad boy. Yeah, yeah. I and, had it on low steam. And uh, you let it go. Yeah. And again, like, if you if you don't think your own jokes are funny, how are other people going to think they're funny? You think that's really funny. I do. Um, I, I'm just now catching my breath <laughs> from laughing so hard. So, Juwan Powell... Yeah out uh in uh in the transfer portal uh oh no john monroe says my wife entered the transfer portal oh what if there was um and look i i don't know i watch a lot of dateline i just i live in the world there's a lot of divorce there's a lot of you know marriages that don't last separations divorce what if we make it more interesting (laughs) it would definitely be more interesting (laughs) But maybe easier to find a mate. It'd be kind of like uh, online dating, uh, per se. Put your name in the online dating portal. Yeah, the online divorce portal. And you see. Yeah, that's called Tinder, isn't it? 
Uh, well, yeah, but this is more official. This is only for divorcees. We can't just have any random Joe in there. You got to be divorced, and you put your name in there and see if uh, you get any offers. Yeah, it's and you can either like, come out of the portal or you stay in the portal. And then uh, it's my time dot com something. Like that. And then John's wife, we'll call her Jan for the sake of this argument. Jan can enter the portal and then post on her social media, happy to receive an offer from Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and so she uh, can put her Chris off- offered. <laughs> she can put her offers out there. Blessed and highly favored to be receive an offer from John. <laughs> and then in a couple of weeks, she can set up. Um, hats uh, on her kitchen table and do a live stream or and have it's got each guy or in front of her the actual guys themselves no 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 she's got to have these she's got to have a shirt printed of each guy's face of the faces okay and then you do a reveal so she has dave's face on she takes yep. that off to reveal joe's face yep and says i'm going with joe mm-hmm. I she mean, could do a antoine jackson people not watch this stuff though it would be it would do incredible ratings especially like like we're saying that for anybody but like especially like celebrities j-lo j-lo would be constantly in the portal yeah but and then that would be like shelton would constantly be in the portal what's he doing hasn't he been divorced and married a couple i don't know you said it stand by your statement well i'm just i'm naming celebrities that i feel like have been married multiple times all right um I was going to say something, but I can't remember. Talk about the decision. John says uh, she could withdraw from the portal and come back to me. She could, but she ain't. But she's not, John. Here's the thing, John. She's not. Yeah, John, it's over. Yeah. Once they're out, they're out. Sorry, John. I mean, unless your wife is Grayson McCall, I doubt she's going back to you. Yeah. East Carolina is hitting the portal themselves and apparently have developed a pipeline to Chapel Hill. Rah, rah. Okay, uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about that. Rara. They're getting a guy named Rara, or is it Ray Ray? I'm going to go Rara. I want Rara. Rara Dilworth. It's R-A-R-A. I've heard Ray Ray. I'm not much of a Rara guy, but I will be if his name is Rara. (laughs) I'll be a Rara guy. And I hope this deal is worth it. Chandler, you're learning from the worst. Very good, Chandler. Very good. So, uh, yeah, man, this this stuff. I, I honestly probably should try to keep up with it more, but I don't. I don't either. I I'm can't. right there. I'm right there with I'm you. I'm too overwhelmed. I'm way too overwhelmed with all the names in the names coming out, the names, the images, the like, the likeness, <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> just all of it. The, all of it. <laughs> I I just I'm I'm in basketball mode right now yeah i'm in ecu basketball mode you don't have time for this stuff right we've got the igos of the world who do a great job covering it we'll do our best if something happens certainly the the departures those are easy to keep up with it's the entries into the program via the portal that i just it's overwhelming that that, that you'll figure out later yes because we did that last year there was a lot that came in and we're like hey we'll figure these guys out later on and we did we figured out who a isaiah winstead was we figured out some of these offensive linemen that came in, we figured out a guy like Chance Bates. Hell, yeah. We didn't even know who the hell Chance Bates was until about a month before the season started. Yeah. I mean, I, well, there's another joke. Um, you're right, though. And we'll, we'll get we'll, to know these guys later. We'll get to that down the road. Yes. 
We're going to kick that can, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah. ECU basketball back in action Saturday against the Tigers of Memphis. ECU women uh, will be in action Sunday at home as they try to go to 2-1 and one in league play. Tyler M. says, it's not Rara. It's not Ray-Ra. <laughs> it's Rara. It's Rara. So it's not Raji, Raja, or Raja. It's Rajay. What if it's Ra-Ray? <laughs> it's not Ra-Ray. It's not Ra-Ri. It's Ra-Ra. Ra-Ra Dilworth? Ra-Ra Dilworth. D-I-L-L-W-O-R-T-H. See that guy for... Um, it's either Wyoming or... A Mac school. Let me uh, Google it real quick. A guy named Titsworth? Yes. Parker oh, Titsworth. Mr. Titsworth. Yeah. That's a heck of a name. You reckon? I reckon. I bet Shirley? he hasn't had nothing said about that. Shirley, why are you sighing over there? <laughs> I'm, I'm just... There's so much that could be said What right is now. there something funny about his name? I think it's a... It's a not, man's name. Don't laugh at a man's name. Don't laugh at a man's name. I will laugh at what I want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, NFL, good news on the uh, DeMar Hamlin front. He's off a breathing tube. He uh, apparently FaceTimed with the Bills. So That's awesome. Man, uh, talking about a guy that was fighting for his life yeah. three, three or four nights ago. Thought that may not make it uh, is now uh, starting to show very, very positive signs. So that is good news. Um NFL-wise, we'll dive into this more in the 4 o'clock hour, try to get to the playoff scenarios. It's crazy. But so the NFL owners have approved a plan that leaves open the possibility of neutral site AFC championship game. Um, And here are some of the possibilities there. In the wake of the cancellation of the Bills-Bengals game, uh, the following scenarios based on Week 18 results were approved. Uh, for holding the title at a neutral site game. If Buffalo and Kansas City, so Buffalo plays the Patriots. Patriots need to win to get in. Uh, if Buffalo and KC win or tie, a Bills Chief Championship game will be at a neutral site. If Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and Baltimore wins or ties against the Bengals, a Bills Chief Championship game will be at a neutral site. If Buffalo and Kansas City lose and Cincinnati wins, a, a Bills or Bengals versus Chiefs championship game would be at a neutral site. So not only are we trying to factor in who's going to be in the playoffs and what seed, now you got to factor in this uh, potential neutral site game because of the Bills and Bengals not being concluded because uh, certainly the Bills, but even the Bengals were playing for um, a There was a lot of stake at that game there. Monday yeah. night, and now there's just a lot of yeah, we just talked about it a while ago. We don't want to get involved with all the recruitment. We'll get down to that later because there's just a lot of confusion going on with all the ins and outs of college football right now. And now there's confusion with the NFL playoffs, you know, the playoff situations. But it's right now. This is the last week of the regular season. We got to figure out what's going on. And there's a lot of moving parts, but it just kind of adds to the confusion of the. Uh... And by the way, the Patriots are in the playoffs if they win. I that's crazy to think about. Yes, why that's, is that crazy? I just I, I feel like the Patriots. Well, here's good... why because and Shirley kind of said it yesterday when we were comparing a couple of teams because the Dolphins were so good early in the year, yeah. And I talked them up so much, I probably got it into your head that they're a shoe in for the playoffs, mm-hmm. and they're not. And they're not. 
now they need to beat the jets and have the patriots lose uh for a chance to get in wow now the steelers i think the steelers i guess need let me make sure i'm right on this which by the way the games uh the saturday games you can hear those right here at on pirate radio beginning at four o'clock sweet how convenient how about that of course the triple header on sunday so we've got all the games this weekend on pirate radio the nfl may have made a mistake with the scheduling because i know it's not sexy but titans jags is winning you're in that's championship football losing you go home probably should have made that the sunday night game because and i know i'm getting sidetracked here i was gonna find the uh so the Dolphins are ahead of the Steelers. So the Dol- the Steelers would need the Dolphins and uh, Patriots to lose to get in. Um, the Sunday night game is Packers-Lions. If the Seahawks win, the... <laughs> I love the dead oh, air. Yeah. <laughs> dead air. If the Seahawks win there is less interest i think they're in over the lines and packers if they lose lines packers becomes a championship championship game wow so yeah the the whole thing is uh is nuts this weekend all i can tell you for sure is my commanders are toast chandler's panthers are toast Mm. shirley's dolphins need some assistance to get in can one of us at least have a playoff team in this triangle? Now, it's up to you, Shirley, because once again, Commanders, Panthers, toast. So it's up to the Dolphins. And the Dolphins are starting. We're right there on the precipice of being toast. Precipice. Precipice is a good word. Yes. Who did you? All right. I'm sorry. Who did you say had to lose? In order for Lions Packers on Sunday night to be a championship, Seattle. Okay, it's not a championship; it's wild card because the uh, Vikings won the division. Okay, so there's that. What's the difference between a dolphin and a porpoise? A dolphin, I, like I'm going to explain this. <laughs> I want to say the snout is smaller or something. Does one of them not have a hole in the top of them? You and uh, your holes, man. I'm sorry. You're talking about the blowhole? Bl- yeah. Excuse me proper term is blowhole uh, i won't be some blowhole do no. we have <laughs> <laughs> there it was right in the middle of it a blowhole do we have any animal experts out there that could help that could let us know although similar in appearance to dolphins uh the porpoises are more closely related to narwhals and belugas than they are to the true dolphins yeah because i think there's they're, they're their face their snout is is smaller than a dolphin's like a dolphin's is more elongated okay kind of like a crocodile alligator situation Uh, yeah all right that's what i'm thinking all right look we're here to educate you and we did not do that tomorrow by the way those games uh kansas city at vegas and tennessee at jacksonville i'm looking forward to tennessee jacksonville trevor lawrence zay jones a chance to win the division host the playoff game That'd be fun. Here it is. 
the difference between a dolphin and a person porpoise and a person and a person person and a poipoise a poipoise I can already tell the um, difference. Has to do with their appearance. Dolphins have longer snouts, bigger mouths, more curved dorsal fins, and longer, leaner bodies than porpoises. And yeah. dolphins tend to choke more late in the season. Por- <laughs> hey, Stop disrespecting me, bro. Like, don't do that. Like, a porpoise literally has no snout. That's what it's Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. What's Penny going to say tomorrow to Ezra when he scores his 22nd point? Unbelievable. No. Stop disrespecting me, bro. Yeah. Like, don't do that. That's yeah. That's what he's gonna say. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and he's also gonna say unbelievable. Oh yeah. Let's take a break. We'll come back when we return. Brian North joins us to get us ready for the sports weekend. We will talk hoops, football, everything in between with Brian North. That's on the way on a Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We're back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Vacation spots are right here in our very own backyard. Take a, take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space, and cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent a canoe or kayak and get out on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. For more information, please visit ncstateparks.gov. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Cliff Brock. Back with you on PRL here on a Friday. Nathan Parker on Facebook says dolphins have longer snouts, bigger mouths, more curved dorsal fins, and longer, leaner bodies than porpoises. That's exactly what I said. Yeah, but Nathan said it with some gusto. Yeah, he said it with a little more gusto. A little yeah. more umph. A little more umph. Shirley, are you dis I mean are you discounting Nathan and his contribution? I'm not, no, I'm not discounting what he typed. I'm just saying that that is literally the exact <laughs> sentence I said. Okay. Well, I like to get information from two separate sources. I've got or it from do you. you like and it, guess what? Do you like it repeated like Chandler does? Because that's essentially what he did. Let me be honest with you, Shirley. I like receiving information from a man. I, it, it feels more. <laughs> Holy cow! The... <laughs> Holy cow! Did he just actually go there? Pet. Shirley, the face you made there—I don't think I've ever seen that face before. <laughs> but that, that is no, the look, are you, you want to get kidding me? Look, you face. have surgery, or you go to a doctor, and you get—he gets. He gives you his opinion. Maybe you want a second opinion. We, we got one from the Nathan. second opinion was the exact as the first. And guess what? And, that's why and, and it's confirmed. Go to doctors. And then it's confirmed. Boom. I think you're taking this the wrong way. Really, Mister? I prefer information from men. <laughs> I, I look, you know, I, I like you messed up there, Cliff. No, I didn't. I'll make Keep up digging. for it. Keep I'll make digging, a, son. No, I will. I'll, I'll make up for it here. I prefer to have my meals cooked by a woman. jokes do we not do friday jokes anymore can we not tell jokes anymore relax i mean what are you gonna do next you're gonna send it down to el paso 
you already been canceled twice well i have a lot to say about el paso <laughs> and what's that uh one of our east carolina basketball players is transferring there to utah elijah oh, oh really is that where he's going elijah jones hey I, i'll break some news to you and a former ecu hooper who is now at uconn is from el paso that is correct and one of my best friends in the world aaron jones packers running back played at utip met him at sub dogs which is in el paso yeah what else is in el paso la whole lot of alamo <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's not there it is uh in san antonio but i need a second opinion on that nathan where is the alamo it's incorrect. I said no. It's not. Uh, Randolph says, "Clip, you on thin ice, brother." Yeah. I don't know. I, Razor thin. I, I like to live in a world where we can make jokes on Fridays. These are called Friday jokes. I don't break out these uh, these offensive to gender jokes on Monday through Thursday, but on Friday, I feel like we should be do, able. Do, do you say these things to your wife on Fridays? Never. Uh huh. I no. wonder why. Nathan, Nathan no. said I didn't have to Google it either. I, I didn't even read that because I felt like that was dancing after a touchdown. That was unsportsmanlike conduct. <laughs> that was just Dion High. First of all, I said it is the difference in their snouts. So I did get that part and did not Google that. But I did, in fact, Google. And the exact sentence that he wrote was written on google does, uh, does nathan have an update on the alamo so nathan Taylor? i believe you copied and pasted mister oh we, i'm calling you out oh <laughs> conspiracy all right we do have a second opinion because that is from nathan. the exact verbiage from google nathan says san antonio texas i know is. that's where it's <laughs> i was joking when i oh, said it so now we can joke <laughs> now we can joke it wasn't a. It wasn't a it gender was joke. In the, it, <laughs> it was in the porpoise section. <laughs> All right, let's get to Brian North before we uh, get in more trouble. But uh, it is offensive joke Friday. If you'd like to pass one along to us. Oh, great! Let's have fun. Let's get canceled. Let's not <laughs> get canceled like, Friday. The new like let's get wild is the let's get canceled uh yeah jonathan's probably driving off the road right now and i get it there's some places you can tell jokes some not and I, look I, chandler how much do we bust balls like, oh you do it all we're the time busting balls other. all the time y'all did it to me yesterday when you had me read your that actress you know name. why shirley because i consider us friends well yeah no and, and I, I would told... not bust balls with someone i didn't consider a friend that is correct yeah if I'm not busting your balls, I don't like you. We're not ball pals. The the meaner I am to you, the more I like you. Uh, Mike P says, I mean, Google was created by a man. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Nathan says, now, Nathan, don't say it and don't do it, but he said, I might have to put together a diss track on Shirley. <laughs> Oh, please. <laughs> please. Because what you don't realize is is that Clip ain't the only rapper in this building. Uh-oh. We're about to have uh, 2023 rap battles. Uh-huh. Versus. Conan says, now I feel like this is a reference. If you visit the Alamo, you got to see the basement. 
What is that a reference to? Don't know. Never been to the Alamo. Alamo basement joke. Oh, okay. It's uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure joke. Oh. I do remember. The stars and stripes are big and bright. Deep in the the heart heart of Texas. Texas. That's a good Pee Wee, by the way. It was not. It was a bad. Um, No, because if you go back and listen to Pee Wee, not close. Not Okay. Everybody's on oh, edge. Oh, Friday. Everybody's on edge now. That was not a oh, joke. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I can't bust your balls about that? I don't know. Can you? Can we? Bust them, Shirley. Bust them. I mean, y'all are busting mine over all this other stuff. There's a lot of ball busting going on. Let's head out to the Pit Electric Live line and talk to Brian North. We'll get back to this later on in the show. North, happy Friday. Happy New Year to you. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Happy New Year, Mr. Clipper Brock. Hey, Happy New Year to you too, sir. And a lot going on as uh, we do have one more college football game, one more week of the NFL regular season. And, of course, college hoops in full swing and uh i guess uh, before we get to the hoops we'll we'll talk some football and um and we'll start with east carolina football and brian you've kind of seen what's happened since the the great bowl win the great cap to the season for east carolina and now it has been a an exodus and and starting to kind of replenish the roster if you're mike houston because man this team's going to look a lot different uh, next season, you get a, a new name in the portal uh, every day and just about a new name coming in every single day. But the latest is Juwan Powell, who apparently uh, did not finish the Birmingham Bowl as a member of the East Carolina Pirates. There's a, a story about that. But Juwan Powell today announcing he would be entering the transfer portal. And East Carolina has developed uh, some type of pipeline from Chapel Hill to Greenville to get North Carolina players here as they leave uh, the University of North Carolina. So th- this thing is crazy as we try to uh, fill in who's going to be here playing football for East Carolina in 2023. I talked to Mike Houston in a practice there late in the year. He goes, it's stuff like this that makes him want to go back to Lenore Ryan. Not that Lenore Ryan doesn't have these issues at D2 as well, but it's, it just kind of sums up the headache of having to deal with all these personalities and uh, keeping everybody happy and then having to recruit all the time now. College football coaches like college football because it wasn't a year-round job. They had times they could relax. Now that's not going to happen anymore because it looks like recruiting is going to be 365 days a year, and we're seeing that. I mean, the whole secondary over at UNC looking for a new home, and it looks like most of them are headed this way. So that'll be interesting, but this is the nature of it, and um, this is the part of the fans who like um, stability and like to get to know their people. This is the frustrating part because you're not going to get to know anybody for very long. Uh, absolutely and i'll i'll remember that conversation for when we get to ecu basketball because it's something we talked about yesterday on the show brian as far as now former pirates looking to make it to the next level i enjoy talking to you i think you have a pretty realistic viewpoint of how these things are going to work out so whole nailers keaton mitchell uh the receivers cj johnson isaiah winstead ryan jones noah henderson at tackle uh anybody on the defense any of these guys you think uh make an impact on sundays in the future who who has the best chance who has a chance in your opinion uh keaton mitchell just because of speed has the best chance cj johnson is there if he can continue to mature and learn how to be a professional uh, at the next level now it's going to be interesting where he plays there's talk that he would move almost to a flex tight end type of position with his speed, um, you know, slot receiver. But I, I think he definitely has a chance. Again, it's just going to come down to his maturity and work ethic uh, 
in the NFL, everybody's talented, right? But you've got to have the mental uh, acuity to study the playbook all the time and to just kind of deal with eating right, practicing right, doing all those things that, you know, some guys aren't around the NFL very long because they don't learn how to do those things. Everybody's talented, and DJ's talented. Can he continue that at the next level? Brian North joining us, Pitt Electric Live Line, East Carolina football, uh, done for the year. Although, like you said, with Mike Houston, it's never done. You got a lot coming up. Winter workouts uh, starting soon. They don't get that much of a break. The calendar flips pretty quickly to 2023. As far as the one game left to go, how about Sonny Dykes? I tweeted it out after they beat Michigan the last time East Carolina played Sonny Dykes. The Pirates were up like 45-7 to at halftime over SMU and ended up winning that game. And and what a rise for him, Garrett Riley, uh, and these TCU Horn Frogs uh, as they will now take on Georgia in the championship. And again, they're not like a David per se. They're a Big 12 team. But for what we've seen in the college football playoffs over the years, this is the biggest David versus Goliath matchup we've seen. Uh, especially when it comes to the point spread as well. Yeah. You know, TCU is, is definitely not one of the ones who's invited into the party. They're on kind of like the waiting list sort of deal when it comes to the big party. So, And I think that's where those of us who get tired of the big powers, we want to see somebody like that get in. Remember, TCU played ECU in uh, the Mobile, Alabama Bowl in 1999. They were kind of on equal footing back then. And now you see what uh, TCU's been doing, and they just had kind of that magical year, and you wonder if they can keep it going for one more game. Yeah, and uh, ECU two and one all time versus the Horn Frogs, Brian. So if they do win a national, if they win a national championship, we can say, hey, we got a winning record against the champions. <laughs> always look for something. To, to, uh, got that win against the Pirates. So, uh, it took a Hall of Famer, one of the greatest ever, to beat ECU, Ladanian Tomlinson. It's the only way they won. Got that narrative going. Good job. <laughs> uh, final week of the NFL regular season and uh, the NFL discussion. Uh, for good reason, has been dominated by the health of DeMar Hamlin, which looks like is on an uptick uh, off a breathing tube. So very positive news there. Just something we have never seen where a week was kind of in limbo because of what happened uh, early on in a Monday night football game. And now they have had to make some you know, provisions to the schedule, to the, uh, to the playoffs, things like that. But uh, bottom line, good news, uh, DeMar Hamlin off the breathing tube today. Oh, such great news. I even heard he FaceTimed uh, his teammates today, which is incredible that he's now talking you know, three days after basically he was dead on the field, right? And so uh, modern medicine technology is amazing. It's great. Uh, the human emotions that go into this, it's funny how quickly that changes. But I'll tell you what I've thought about, a lot about this week, Clip. You know, as many people who have been traumatized by seeing that, Think about our military members who are out there and have best friends die right next to them when they're in the battlefield and the emotions they go through there. So uh, it kind of puts in perspective what our military does when people are affected just as much by a football player who's now surviving. Just think about our military and some of the things that they see. So uh, it's, it's interesting, and I'm so glad, so happy he is on the men. Yeah, and, uh, and, and good thoughts there too, Brian. I mean, in, in the NFL, when something like this happens, you can – cancel uh the game and and everybody can go home and and i guess when it happens out there uh there is no canceling there's uh you just gotta it's it's kind of crazy to wrap your brain around something that yeah. i wake up and, and come here to pirate radio and go home and uh and really don't have, yeah. don't think about those things so perspective perspective on everything brian north joining us here on the pit electric live line on a friday edition 
of Pirate Radio Live. East Carolina basketball back in action coming up uh, against Penny Hardaway and Memphis this weekend. Brian, 0-2 at home in two very frustrating games where the Pirates couldn't do the easiest of things, and that's make free throws. We saw it against Temple. We saw it this past week in the loss to UCF. They did make their free throws in the win over Wichita State, and it, it's it, uh, it's almost like we're having the same conversation we did in football. If East Carolina makes field goals, they win a few more games. If they make free throws, they win a few more basketball games. And what kind of bizarre world are we in where ECU's 2-0 and on the road, but 0-2 at home in league play? I mean, that's just... That's like unprecedented in, uh, in school history, it feels like. But, no, it's the little things that matter, right? You know, in football, three phases of the game. And, and we saw that with special teams. And you have a down year with your kicking situation, and, and it costs you in the end in these really close games. And, look, they're not free throws, right, because uh, they don't come for free. But uh, it's a big part of the game that gets overlooked a lot of time in the highlight reel. So uh, Pirates learning those lessons, but they're continuing to hang in there. And what do we always say? We'll find out about EC when they get into conference play, and we're starting to find out. As I am uh, watching a, an entertaining UCF ECU game in Menji's Coliseum Wednesday night, I'm checking my phone, always looking at scores, and saw that NC State was up 15 to nothing on Duke, and uh, Duke never made it a, a close game the other night uh, at uh, PNC, and Terquavion Smith, baby T, with 24 in the win, and you know Kevin Keats. Uh, these ACC wins have been tough to come by for him in NC State, so I know he'll take that one. The fans will as well. But bit of a, uh, a shocking blowout the other night for uh, the Wolfpack. So take all your mortgage money this month, clip, and put it on Virginia Tech Saturday night because we know how NC State responds to these positive moments. Uh, you know this has been the problem with Kevin Keats and the Wolfpack. They pull off some good wins, they just can't do it consistently and so can now they stack another win on top of that that's always been kind of the, the problem at least the last couple of years so uh look for that big letdown saturday night if it doesn't happen maybe that's a step for maturity in the program that's a great point the Hokies have lost three in a row so i guess you could say they're due at this point so uh yeah not a bad pick there right now leading the way as we all had it going into the year brian clemson and pittsburgh are four and zero in the acc <laughs> didn't didn't have that <laughs> Yeah, I would thought Jeff Cable would be done and back at Duke after this year. So uh, he's done a nice job getting them to where they need to be. But he's recruited there well, and they're finally getting that payoff. I think Clemson's the one that's kind of making people turn their heads a little bit and can they keep it going. They've had moments uh, through the years where they've been good. They just haven't been able to really turn it. But maybe it's because the football team is coming back. Maybe the the teeter-totter there in uh, Death Valley and, and Clemson area. Maybe it's coming back to the basketball team a little bit. Brian North joining us. Brian, uh, as we look around, what's going on now in the, the uh, you know, NFL and, and it expands the college when you talk about the coaching carousel, there are a lot of eyeballs on Jim Harbaugh. And he came out with a, a nothing burger statement yesterday. And the main thing I got from his statement was when he said, we none of us know what's going to happen and then he followed that with i plan to be coaching in michigan so why even have a statement if none of us know what's going to happen but anyway uh you've got that you've also got ncaa infractions coming down on michigan so if a coach is to leave and split town uh, now might be the time to do so i did see mike silver who covers the nfl say the panthers might be behind a couple of teams on the jim harbaugh pecking order if he's decided to to go to the pros you've got the panthers right now the players uh and and you of course you see this a lot where they are getting the back of steve wilkes uh the interim coach right now want him to get the job so harbaugh panthers wilkes you, you kind of wait to see what happens there and then we know that domino effect that comes with that when a coach does make a move 
Well, and, and David Tepper is your new Daniel Snyder and uh, Jimmy Johnson, right? He wants to make that big splash, uh, but I don't know if the coach wants to help him make a big splash, right? I don't know if uh, uh, the former Saints coach wants to go there. I don't know if Harbaugh wants to go there. Uh, Tepper may want them, but he may have to look at things and go, you know what, Steve Wilkes did a really good job galvanizing this team. If we actually give him a consistent offense, uh, a good offensive coordinator, open this thing up a little bit, maybe, just maybe, Wilkes is the guy. I kind of feel like NFL karma owes him because of what happened to him in Arizona. Yeah. And I, I, just, I just don't know if Carolina's attracted to the big-name splash coach that they want right now. So why not give Steve, Steve Wilkes one more year to kind of prove himself and see what you can build around him through the draft. And with the young players and – Look, this Panthers team, we were talking about them being the worst in the NFL, and for them to be competitive to win games kind of shows maybe what Wilkes can do, but also what they have uh, on defense, young players, and draft capital. I don't think the Panthers are necessarily the the worst landing spot to go into if you are a coach. Of course, they got to figure out what they're going to do at quarterback and some other spots you mentioned, but it's not uh, a complete uh, dumpster fire there in Charlotte. And the division's horrible, so that's <laughs> better as well and i you know most people don't think tom brady will be back in tampa so they're gonna have to go back into rebuilding mode and all the other teams are, are dumpster fires as well boy that's a good point brian who has the best qb situation moving forward in that division yeah good point. <laughs> I, I don't know marcus mariota uh, left town in atlanta yeah who knows what's happening with, with the saints right now i don't know who you replace with tom brady so is, is sam darnold the best quarterback <laughs> in the nfc south <laughs> I can't wait to see the uh, the record projections for that division. And I, and kudos to you. I say it again. You did say uh, everybody's picking the Bucks, and yeah, maybe they'll win the South. But you saw uh, a lot of warts on Tampa Bay heading into the year. Now the way the playoff structure is set, they will get a home game, likely against the Cowboys. And uh, even though we've seen with our eyes these teams play, it's going to be tough to pick against Brady in the playoffs against Dallas. It is, but that offensive line, yeah. plus guys, and then they've had so many injuries there, and that's a that's an offensive line Micah Parsons will be salivating to face because they just they struggle. The running game has been non-existent despite having Leonard Fournette there. They haven't been able to run at all. It's been, you know, Tom Brady's had to chuck it a lot, and that's a lot to put on a 45-year-old. And and I said I don't I didn't know if he would have the stamina to to do something like that to get them through the season. Now he's been a little bit better than I thought. But he's also had some games that where you kind of see it a little bit. So um, I, I just don't foresee them going very far because they don't have the running game. They still have a decent defense, but I just don't know if offensively they can put up the points despite Brady hooking up with Mike Evans for three long TDs last week. But that was more of a Panthers issue. And so, you know, we'll see. You never say never. But I certainly won't be picking them when it comes to playoff time. Brian, uh, with your role uh, in the mornings now and in the hours you work, you're kind of away, I guess. Uh, you're not seeing as much high school basketball as you certainly once did. Uh, have you you followed it at all? Any any headlines for area high school hoops at all that you know of? Yeah, you know, I, I follow what I can uh, from the morning. So basically it's headlines and highlights, right? So we know that Farmville Central is pretty good. Again, maybe not as talented as the last couple of years, but Josh Short, who is – who is headed to uh, the University of New Orleans to play. Uh, you know, he's kind of leading them, and they seem to be like the team to beat in the area. And, you know, Kinston's not bad. Perry Tindall's doing a good job resurgence uh, there. Uh, Newburn's okay with some athletes. But uh, I don't know if we have, uh, outside of Farmville, do we have a state championship-quality team in the boys' ranks around here? I don't know. South Central, I think they're still trying to get this stuff together a little bit. So, I think there's better girls teams around here this year, and, and the girls' talent is, is really good with uh, 
Zamaya there at North Pitt is doing really well. And uh, we've got a um, uh, young lady down at uh, Southwest Onslow who's committed to go to Winthrop. She's playing really well. So uh, we've got some good girls teams around here. East Carteret's doing really well. So keep an eye on some of them. But um, no, nothing that makes me say that's a state championship team outside of maybe Farmville, who you almost pencil in every year. And speaking of uh, local, uh, Amaya Joyner uh, really coming into her own with ECU women's basketball right now. And uh, they picked up a road win. So right now combined, uh, men's and women's are uh, 2-0 and on the road in conference play this year, which you mentioned earlier, just absolutely crazy. Pirates beating Memphis on Tuesday. Uh, ECU women will be at home coming up against Tulane. Trying to get to 2-1 and in league play. And Amaya Joyner uh, trying to get, I believe, three straight Rookie of the Week awards uh, for the AAC. I mean, she was a top 100 recruit, right? Now, one of the, the few that ECU's been able to garner and kept her home, and so she is starting to pay off some of those dividends. They got another top 100 recruit coming in next year, I know. So, look, Coach McNeil trying to build some things there, and uh, so keep an eye on it, but it's it's about keeping the talent there as well as we're starting to see in college hoops, and I don't think we've seen the NIL affect the women's games uh, or women's sports quite as much, but it's probably out there somewhere, yeah. especially for the top money program. So if you get somebody who develops at another school, do they start getting lured away to the Connecticut's and the Tennessee's and uh, the Baylor's and the top women's programs out there who might have a way to, to generate some NIL money? So something to keep an eye on, but right now, uh, nice development happening for the EC women's basketball team. North, uh, have a great weekend, man. Enjoyed the chat as always. Hope uh, did your girls enjoy Christmas, New Year's, all that. Oh, my gosh. Um, Christmas was like a six-hour fiesta of uh, uh santa claus might have gone a little overboard at our house so yeah. that was a lot of unwrapping and putting together toys and having fun uh new year's they went to grandma's house and so uh the wife and i rang in the new year watching the bear drop in newburn mc that for the fifth straight year which is always a lot of fun so yeah we, uh, we have this weekend off and then the four-year-old birthday party circuit begins after that oh yeah oh yeah getting ready for that north i uh, enjoyed it man have a great weekend we'll talk to you again soon all right sounds good clipper brian north joining us on this friday edition of pirate radio live we'll take a timeout come back wrap up hour number one tony dunn hour two we will pick the week 18 slate of games and try to figure out this playoff picture that and more on the way on pirate radio live back with you after this You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The Dickinson Avenue Public House is a lively and diverse restaurant in Greenville that uses fresh and local ingredients with influences of Creole, Asian, and upscale Southern cuisine. The Dickinson Avenue Public House offers a seasonally rotating menu and a full-service bar with rotating craft brews on tap. Come to the intersection of 8th and Dickinson and enjoy a dollar oysters Tuesday through Thursday from 5.30 to 7. For more details, check out daphousenc.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. A couple of talking points that we can go around the horn. Um, first of all, from the Brian North discussion, we're talking about 
East Carolina, 2-1 and one against TCU. The one time they lost to Texas Christian, LaDainian Tomlinson ran all over the Pirates uh, in the bowl game. Some people were talking about that, including Eric on Facebook says, LT torched ECU in Mobile, was so annoyed by their air horn. That air horn ranks a distant second behind the Virginia Tech Hokie warble. 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 It's a cool word. Um, Pirate GT says, Steve Logan beat number 23 in his last game at ECU. He was already fired. Another stupid AD move. So we got some Steve Logan talk in the show. Peanut Butter Hero said Tony looked young in that picture. Must have been in the late 20s or oh, early 30s. Oh, I thought he meant in this. And then he said, you still look well. Oh, thank you. You look well. That was nice. Uh, so my question on uh, Twitter that I put out, and I'll put it out to you. Uh, you can chime in, Facebook, YouTube, and people in this building. Who uh, Who's the best football player ECU played against? And Ooh. a couple I thought of were tomlinson uh the michael vick michael vick is a good one tony we remember that one well uh michael irvin ed reed brett Favre. uh frank says Vinny testaverde tory holt maybe did we play him did we play was that 99 no he was already in the nfl probably yeah i don't know if we played tory holt no, that would have been a good 99? one 99 because we never played which we, played, Rivers we had a state later. here yeah in 99 i think Tory Holt was, uh, yeah, he was uh, with the Rams then. Yeah. Um, all right, but good question. Vic's a good answer uh, for you, it's old Pirates. Be somebody too. The hero Taylor Heineke. <laughs> Taylor Heineke. He tortures that day. Yeah, we'll add him to the list. There's got to be somebody else we're missing. Mike Davis. <laughs> he, he's all right, not greatest. the best uh, games, no. but like, oh, he's great. Best I mean, NFL player cut from the Atlanta Falcons. How awesome you are! We're um, we're talking about like Hall of Famers here. Who are some Hall of Famers? Mm. Some HOF. Now ECU played Alabama, like in the yeah, like 90s. but they were Sean Alexander and was he? I, I don't think they were. Uh, they Who weren't was, like man, we awesome. played, did uh, we play South Carolina when yeah, but you're still on that Clowney Miami was there? team. I believe we played against Clowney. Okay. Yeah, was on that Miami team in '99. Well, right? see the Floyd year. So they had. They There's so got to be somebody. Their Old backup quarterback. Their backup running back was Clinton Portis because I remember he came in. and I was like, that guy's got a weird name. Uh, Santana Moss, Reggie Wayne were their starting receivers. Well, there you go. And then their I mean, defense. we just answered the question right there. Yeah, but we're talking. But there's. Reggie Wayne has to Did be. Yeah, Reggie Wayne's like up there. ECU played Florida State back in the day. Was yeah. Dion on those Florida State teams? Who else? Man? Did the Pirates play against Dion? Uh, Jeff says, or Randy Moss for that matter? Because didn't oh, he go to oh, no, Byron, Byron no, Leftwich? Right. By, I was thinking Byron Leftwich or Randy, Randy Moss. Moss. They were FCS, but like they were okay. Uh, okay. So we it's a little bit Moss, too far who, back. Who was on that? We, did Chad? Did we play Chad? Nah, because that was him and Moss. I want to say we played against okay. Leftwich, but I don't think we, we did played play. Against we did play against Leftwich because, because he carried, literally was carried. To that was the, not that game. That wasn't that game. It wasn't. No, nah. mm-hmm. but they did. He did have a monster. Don't ruin comeback. my memories. I just remember the the at the end of We Are Marshall, they played highlights from that bowl game. Uh, that really wasn't against us. No, I think that was a different game where he was uh, hurt and they carried him down the field. I swear that was against us. That, that's how minds work, though. Um, it is. It's true. Jeff's, that's why Jim Abbott has hit a home run in my mind. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff says that we played against Torrey Holt uh, in 1996 in Raleigh. So there nice. you go. 
Uh, Tony bringing the heat. By the way, I'm Tony Dunn. Scott says Philip Rivers. Did we play against Rivers? I don't remember uh, playing. We play, oh, Russell Wilson. We played we against, played against Russell. Yeah, Russell Wilson. Wilson yeah. Before this year, he could be on our list. Not this year. Yeah. Not he's like, uh, Mike Davis is better than him right um, now. I don't remember playing against Philip Rivers. I've got to. Wait a minute. Did he play in that uh, last Thompson game? What about a West Virginia? There. There's got to be somebody from West Virginia. That yeah, yeah Pat, uh, Pat White. Yeah, but again, we're talking all time great players like NFL. Um,. You could say uh, Pac-Man Jones. <laughs> the I got a Simeon Rice. Uh, Mike Allstott? Simeon Rice. Simeon Rice was awesome. Him and Kevin Hardy at Illinois were awesome. Who, Shirley? I was thinking Mike Allstott. Wasn't he the big <laughs> running back? <laughs> For who? He oh, went to he, Purdue. He went to Purdue. Yeah. Okay, no, there was a huge running back that used to work. I mean, used to work. Used to play for he was uh, putting uh, in work. Yeah, West Virginia, but he played the same years no, that Pat Owen, White did. Uh, Owen Schmidt. Oh, Jack. Oh. I want to say yeah. Jack has a good one. Again, we're doing all time greats here. All time greats. Jack on YouTube has a good one. Pat McAfee. Well, he ooh. played for West Virginia. He was the kicker for West Virginia in 06 and in 2008, I believe, when we whooped their tail. Uh, Pirate GT says prime time came to ECU in 1988, arse whooping his freshman year. So, Dion, that was a great answer because he is an all time great. Brad also says McAfee. Uh, so there's a, a bit of a talking point, too. That was fun. Mark says Michael Vick. Uh, Stewart says prime time. So, no one knows who this is, and it's he's obviously not an NFL great, but if you follow Barstool and Caleb Presley. Uh, a big personality with Barstool. He was um, when EC director seven, of morale. He was the director of morale for uh, UNC football when EC put seventy points on him. He would wear a jersey on the sideline. Wow, that what he, a title for that game! Yeah, we uh, we like clowned him and joked on him, and, and now he's yeah. with Barstool. Yeah, uh, and now you're clowning and joking him still. still yeah. yeah, still kind of a ridiculous thing that they did, especially when you give up seventy points and Barstool you have a morale. morale. Yeah. Johnny Robertson says Peyton Manning in 95. Colin says. Really? Do we play tennis? Oh, yeah. Peyton Manning. Wow. Oh, yeah. I don't know how That's I didn't nice add him to the original list. Uh, Colin says most of those 80s and 90s Hurricanes teams would fill up the list. He said he added a Tar Heel to the list. Lawrence Taylor. Oh, yeah. Certainly an all time great. Julius Peppers, great, maybe. Great. Yeah. Um, did we play uh, Back in the early 2000s. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That was the game there. Leonard Henry had a big game i believe somebody fumbled into the end zone late yeah i want to say all right let's take a break we'll come back i like um, that segment good work we'll do more on this if you have more answers for us what about ba- we can do basketball mm. uh it's a uh, homeboy from uh miami dwayne wade dwayne yeah. wade yeah i mean that's the answer right probably how many basketball hall of famers had david robinson played back in the day against dcu when uh, he played at navy yeah uh good discussion i like that i like it let's take a break we'll come back have more for you after this you're listening 
listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? We'll keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, we were talking about best football players to play against East Carolina, stemming from LaDainian Tomlinson. Uh, the only TCU win over ECU came in the bowl game in Mobile with Tomlinson. Uh, we were talking about Julius Peppers, and I remembered a fumble into the end zone that game. And it was my uh, former classmate at East Carolina that uh, John Moody pointed out, as did uh, Pirate GT. Art Brown was the fumbler uh, there. Uh, some other answers. Good one here. Um, Bernard Williams, former Pirate, uh, now coaching at North Forsyth High School. We actually have Bernard uh, on our show, I remember, during COVID times. He brought up a name that hadn't been mentioned yet. Donovan McNabb had some games against Cuse back in the day first time i've seen that name that's a good answer i thought of one not an all-time great but at a time was one of the nfl's top receivers brandon marshall both him and mike sims walker played for ucf uh in dowdy ficklin stadium back in the day uh patrick says and i don't remember playing Pitt when they had it but he says we did uh Ooh. says curtis martin wow. who is a hall of fame great so that's a good answer Curtis Martin. When did ECU play Pitt those years? Ryan Mallett. No. <laughs> we made him look like pedestrian when we played him in the bowl game. Ryan Mallett, no, but um and I want to say the Kentucky game that he was hurt. Um Randall Cobb was on that team, but I don't think he played in the bowl game. Torrey Smith, not an all time great, but he Maryland. did play in against East Carolina in a bowl game all right uh oh boy we got a lot of answers from bubba let's see if he's got anybody we haven't seen bubba there you go tony sean alexander in 98 was that you or chandler sorry tony good call (laughs) way to go tony uh i hate sean alexander i never had him him. in fantasy when he was i love him but that's a great answer chandler that's great short Uh, window Oh, here's the name. Uh, another Syracuse, Dwight Freeney. Ooh, Definitely yeah. an all-time great. Matt Forte, good answer. Uh, not good an Lord. all-time great, but very productive. Bernie Kozar. I mean, he was the first receiver that got over 100 receptions in a season. First running back? Matt, yes, thank you. Are you sure? I think so. Pretty because sure. if well, not, I want to say Tomlinson or Marshall Falk. Although Roger Craig back in the day. I think he's the first one that ever maybe i'm wrong he's not an nfl great but he was larry centers he was fairly good at virginia tech I, someone might have already said this tyrod taylor oh uh, he broke it okay. yep way to go tony good call what you got uh tyrod know, taylor tyrod taylor was at virginia tech but he's not an nfl great and i don't know if someone already said that could have been if uh, his team doctors didn't try to kill him stefan gilmore says alex south carolina <laughs> lance lewis towards Dog that fella them. Redbeard says Brett Favre, who was in my initial. Oh, really? More names. I didn't hear Brett Favre. He was on my initial tweet. I put a few guys up there. 
uh let's see robin anybody new frank bernie, gore bernie kozar devin hester definitely an all-time great uh, yeah oh i mean the greatest yeah i'm reading uh bubba's guys you guys you. are really good listeners yep did, they're smart pirate fans i do the remember internet always wins lines. sorry matt matt forte for tulane in bubba's comment i do remember that that was uh chris johnson's senior day yep uh bryce we mentioned this guy but he said illinois beat us so bad in memphis i renamed it the simeon rice bowl ouch <laughs> simeon rice was a stud minute rice uh pirate gt <laughs> more steve logan sean alexander logan lost his mind in the bama game we got the sec shaft <laughs> robert says jimmy johnson most famous coach to coach against dcu it's kind of a different category but when was that miami i mean i know in who the for but when early what 90s year was it uh, yeah. or late 80s actually um man i really missed a lot when i was a child good discussion good discussion um also on that south carolina team alshon jeffrey not a great but now we're just naming names but we named uh, a lot of great they're notable noticeable names though we could put together a like all-time team versus east carolina all-time quarterback team peyton manning running back sean alexander or nah, tomlinson oh Ladani, yeah lt receiver you got reggie wayne the reggie. miami guys tory holt that be that we need to do that we'll do that one day we huh. just did it I, we kind of did <laughs> we certainly now did. we just got to go through offensive linemen who's the best long snapper ecu ever faced Ooh. jj jansen we never played yeah. notre dame oh Ooh. really was it notre dame wow he, he look at how is he your idol he ha- he is really i remember going did to like Panthers like, games and like you can go down his form yeah you can go down like to the bottom uh bowl there at panthers games and like with 30 minutes left before kickoff you had to go back up but i would go down there and watch him snap good one an hour okay that is just he was a long it's one of the lamest things i've ever heard no that's like the greatest thing ever (laughs) for like an hour i watched him snap (laughs) you did not for an hour you did not for an hour that is not a true story okay uh pirate gt sterling sharp from usc he was a he was a great and i think career kind of got derailed by injury but uh he was a great receiver jack says how can you forget about pollard and henderson from memphis because they're not all-time greats jack that's henderson. how daryl hey, take it easy oh, okay. jack. I was about to say hey jack it. how did i forget because, because they're, they're not good because they're not good okay take it easy on jack no screw jack cj henderson i'm done with jack jack torched cancel your youtube delete your youtube app hey take it easy don't do that smash the thumbs up button and be a part of the community there give you us, go. hey before you leave and delete it give us a like uh johnny Let the says, likes rain down as my daughter says johnny says jeff hostetler all right he won a super bowl i believe filling in for phil sims or a playoff game jesse hester i don't know who that is did you mean a different name or is that a person jesse hester football player let's take a look oh he looks awesome he looks like a good football player i gotta the say greatest he went to florida state um never made a pro bowl was a first round draft pick jesse hester all right thank you for that submission and also an actor in every movie where someone's in prison <laughs> what does that mean did you not see this picture go back if it no, is I'm not going back okay uh another discussion i want to have tony you said your daughter you uh she wanted some 
puff cheez its oh yeah and uh unfortunately was looking at the back of the box which was advertising for the new product yes but instead you just got some regular cheese yeah. kind of reminded me in a way of we were young i want to say we were at shoney's Ooh, remember wow, shoney's? you're really going way back you're dipping into the well and i Is wanted that, the, that was the breakfast place right with the potatoes. yeah they had like uh maybe a buffet yeah i think they had breakfast potatoes yeah I remember. yeah yeah um and f- to drink i usually would get a sweet tea when we went out but right. i said i want a root beer i don't know if i saw it on like a tv show i was What'd watching they give you a fake beer no well no i was so my dad was like have you ever had a root beer i was like no he's like if i just get something else you don't know if you like it. i was like i want a root beer come on Man, well, and, they, they can't replace it and he that? said all right i'm not getting you anything else if you don't like it they didn't like switch it out back in that day like you got one drink was it a bottle i i don't i was too young to know that i probably could imagine just, the fountain he's like or they might have charged for another soft drink but wow, it was a lesson those are the 80s bro it was a lesson in you know that hey like no stay in your lane <laughs> yeah yeah exactly do you not like root beer well i got it i tried it it's awful it you tasted know, do disgusting. You not, do you not drink it? No, you've never. Drink I don't it like since? the smell of it. Okay, uh, and it just reminded me of that wow. where I got something that I hated, didn't want, and it's I like couldn't. a bald referee for the ECU Pirates. Hey, good news, we didn't have any baldies Wednesday night. Bad news, you lost. They, by, oh, they lost. Well, by one shot, right? The ref stunk. Oh. And we stunk shooting. They had hair, and they still stank. Let's talk Panthers yeah i was thinking about this today would you rather watch week three of a preseason game or week 18 of a game ooh. where you're out of the playoffs Ooh, great question because i hate like I'm, i have no plans to watch a down i don't even care about sam house starting i don't care what happens what i don't care he's not gonna be well good. neither does ron rivera who doesn't know that they were eliminated or something whatever <laughs> if you want to talk about a fireable offense that's bad right him starting carson wentz and then not knowing the that, ramifications like, wild I, he just looks completely lost uh, it, he sounds completely lost <laughs> it sounds like he just is gonna do the same thing over and over which is just like yeah arms folded again let's just put the pro whatever all-time all-time great guy but i'm that, that those are two fireable offenses right there that was bad that he didn't know that that was an important game. That's even worse, though, do you than think, starting or Carson Or do you think Lentz. he was just saying that, like, I didn't hear it. I just heard it reported. Well, I heard him. He was either being a smartass for no reason or didn't know. Either way, it's bad. Not good. Either way, it's really bad. But he, yeah, he did it to himself. He started Carson Wentz. So, anyway, my point is there is nothing worse than NFL a week where your team – has no stakes and we're even playing the cowboys and i don't even care i don't care if we lose 52 to nothing i really don't that really sucks i don't do you care if y'all win this week oh no i want us to lose exactly i mean that's just i mean i hate to say that but um i was thinking about this chandler is uh here's a name that's been missing as we continue to think about the quarterback situation for the carolina panthers Jameis Winston, baby. <laughs> what? What did Tony. What did my trainer say? What did he say? Oh, he just said to be prepared. Be prepared. The greatest. 
Why is no one's ever and no one's talking about him at all? Okay. What that would the be Saints, that dude? would be fun like mid season, but like you want to you want to go into next year with Jameis? Yeah, why? I love him, bro. Have you mentioned this on the podcast? Pain, pain. No, I haven't. <laughs> pain pain just wants I just it. thought about it. He yesterday. just wants it for the jokes. I t- totally pain. <laughs> Pain everywhere. Pain. Where, where? Pain. Pain everywhere. Pain everywhere. He's the best. Jameis, what do you uh, do this but week? But he's like missing. Me and Sir Purr talked for about 35 minutes. And <laughs> Sir Purr just told me to be a panther. Have a panther heart. And uh, Sir Purr what, told me. What did Sir Purr say He said, say what did Sir Purr tell me? <laughs> he he told, just told me to be a panther. He told me to have the heart of a panther. <laughs> what did Sir Purr tell me? He just kept, he, I he don't just, know. He just told me to keep pounding. What did he say? Tony wants a quarterback just for the jokes. He is Tony jumped the I shark. I just thought it was. I was thinking about him just yesterday, and like he's missing. Like I mean, has anybody talked? Oh, about I agree. Him for like, we have talked about him. Like, why isn't he playing over like Andy zero. Dalton or Taysom yeah. Hill? Like, is he hurt? What's going on? Like, weird him in, especially when they have playoffs on. Well, the Well, there was that quote that he had earlier this year, right? Where he was, what was like, the quote. What was, what was what the did quote? He say? <laughs> it was just a quote. <laughs> but was, like, what did I? What was in quotation marks? <laughs> what did I say? No, he said something. What did he say? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what he did sa- I say? No, but he said he was like. What did um, he say? <laughs> he really said like this shouldn't be how it is. Like I shouldn't lose my starting job because I got injured. Oh, because injured of the injury. Which I mean, okay, but it like, depends. Now on- it's like ten weeks later. Yeah. It depends just, on who comes in for you and how the team does. They didn't set the world on fire, so man, like, is he active? Is he what is he doing? It's just kind of strange that he's missing. Like uh, Marcus Mariota left the team on purpose, and Jameis Winston just sticks around. <laughs> well, while we're having these nonsensical conversations, okay. well, there was one at Sports Trivia the other night. Somebody said uh, Sam Howe is. Is going to um, light the word on fire? Uh, yeah, and then get a lot. You have a lot of trade capital, and and hey, the trade pa- capital. And he said the Panthers will come calling uh, to bring him back to Carolina. And I what? said they have Matt Corral. I'll do a Corral for Hal deal if you want to. Wow, like I you mean, did like Corral a lot. I, I, I was a Corral stand. Okay, Corral. Yeah, he, he's okay by me. He's okay except for his got a broken foot but yeah i don't care what how does whatever as far as the panthers go like i guess do you make a coach decision before quarterback decision right oh totally yeah i mean that is have someone to make a decision which on is it. this has been wild the carolina panthers season has been um remarkably entertaining given the circumstances right you yeah. start out one and five you fire coach then you point it in a room. He fires half of the staff. They trade away their best player in Christian McCaffrey. And they go through three different quarterbacks. And somehow in December, like or, or on uh, New Year's Eve, they're freaking relevant. I know. And we, we, we talked about that because, Tony, you were like – first pick all this stuff and i kept reminding you the houston texans exist but we were talking about the panthers as a bottom team in the nfl and they went from that to Uh, competitive to winning games to to back to the bottom not necessarily unfortunately they didn't get back to the bottom for in your case because they're they're still close to 500 crabs in a bucket trying to claw, claw out and and that says a lot about steve wilkes probably I mean, um, admirable job. Yeah, you know, um, which is that. Let's bring that up. Is what 
the so instead of it being interested in week 17 we don't care at all but we are looking to what the uh the head coaching job will be and you know you think about steve wilkson like i said an admirable performance really incredible to be honest but he lost against the pittsburgh he not he the panthers lost against the pittsburgh steelers and they also lost this past week against the tampa bay buccaneers and being I think up 21 to 10 yeah and i think game. those games if he if the panthers pull those out like tepper has no choice but to hire him but it left the door open for discussions about D'Amico ryan's and yeah. actually most the sexiest of sexy khaki pants wearing jim harbaugh hmm you, you like Jim? He loves Heck Jim. Yeah. He yeah. loves Jim. I mean, and it's just going to be so easy for us all to go to, K- well, Kmart doesn't exist anymore, but Walmart and get some Dickies and go to the game. Like, how cool would that be? We all wear khakis. Break out the khakis. Totally. Uh, we need to take a break. Let's Tony, you it. said we got some very smart um, listeners, viewers. How about this one? Johnny says in 1985 ECU played against Auburn. Auburn won 35 to 10. Was that like Bo Jackson? Bo Jackson. Yeah, what an answer. Totally. That's, what a that's the winner. Answer. That might be the best one. That's the winner. That's a great answer, Johnny. Good call. That is the winner. Bo knows ECU. Dude, do you remember those books we used to read in like a uh, book fair? Grade? Yeah. Two players. It was like Bo knows and I don't know, Michael Jordan or something. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Right. Awesome. Take a break. You remember Pro Stars, the cartoon? Hmm. Do you remember wrestling dummies? <laughs> so it was uh, Jordan, Bo, and Wayne Gretzky. Do you remember? Oh, that? I do actually remember <laughs> that. Yes. Let's just talk oh, about fine. stuff we yeah. liked when we were Man. five years old. Who cares about week seventeen? Uh we will talk week eighteen. We won't even mention week seventeen. Forget In the about past. it. Uh, we'll make some picks when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Christie's Europub is the perfect place to relax, grab a bite, and enjoy a drink. Located in the heart of Greenville and just a few blocks from ECU's campus, Christie's offers lunch, dinner, and late night with live music every Sunday. Come and have lunch Monday through Friday from 11 to 3 or Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 4. For the latest information, check Christie's out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram or Christie'sEuropub.com. Scratch cooking takes time, so relax and enjoy a pint today at Christie's Europub. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Right. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Tony and I are talking uh, final standing scenarios here with our picks. Uh, real quick, we were talking about all-time great football players. Chandler, you mentioned basketball players. I thought about this. How many Naismith uh, player, College Player of the Year award winners have been inside of Menji's Coliseum? I'm, I can think of three. And one of them was Wednesday night. Johnny Dawkins didn't play, but was on the sidelines. The others in I, the building. The others I have are 
now did david robinson play here on the road i think he played here so david robinson and the other there's certainly an asterisk by it he uh watched his son play here ralph sampson would be the other what about that yellow one uh the other tall one tim duncan are you just highlighting different people why'd you call him the yellow one because it's highlighted yellow (laughs) uh tim duncan didn't play here okay is this just a list of great basketball players then? the highlight is there in the uh, hall of fame oh, okay. tony this is nice. the naismith players of the year um, not people who played wait, wait, was ECU. It one, was it? there's not a wikipedia page of people who played ecu come on <laughs> get come on, on folks i don't think Kenyon martin played here with cincinnati Ooh. uh no Dwayne wade was not the player of the year that would have been around what oh two oh one oh three yeah Battier, Jason Williams, TJ Ford. Where'd TJ Ford go to school? TJ Ford. Texas. Good Texas. call. Uh University of what 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 did I say? Uh what did what I did say? what did he <laughs> say? <laughs> no wonder you on Jameis. What was the what That was U T S A. Yeah. Tulsa UTSA. of America of yeah. San Antonio of Texas. <laughs> uh chandler has 156 wins this year tony has 149 cj has 141 i have 138 now tony in order for you to catch up you gotta pick seven I gotta opposite pick like you of chandler now you can choose to do that or not but chandler uh we're gonna let you go first in all the picks to give tony an opportunity, opportunity. to catch up pick the raiders dude the raiders chiefs you help me chiefs at raiders chandler who you got you gotta go chiefs all right tony who you going with Here's one of my seven. What? The Chiefs. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, I will take the Chiefs, and CJ takes the Chiefs. How about this, Tony? AFC this? South Championship game, Saturday night. Chad is stoked. Chad is stoked because Josh Dobbs will be the quarterback for the Titans. My God. Taking on the Jags. With Blake um, Willis. Let me just say this. He stinks. He can't complete a pass. Oh, Malik Willis. Yeah. I was like, gosh, what did Josh Dobbs do to you? Uh, he didn't build me my rocket that I wanted. He is a rocket mm-hmm. scientist, right? Didn't have eyebrows. Well, he can't control that. Yeah. <laughs> would you yes, rather? You can. you can draw them on. Would you rather have eyebrows or Josh Dobbs' salary and degree? Oh, no, no <laughs> eyebrows. <maybe>. Definitely. <laughs> it's like one of those things where you don't know what's wrong with some. You know, you're like, some. What did? What is wrong here? You don't know what it is. You're like He's two got, days later. You're like, oh, alopecia. No, uh, yeah. Like, um, oh, uh, I've I've been shamed about this. Villanueva, the uh, basketball player for UConn. All right, I he could, should be a swimmer. I could see a scenario where uh, Derrick Henry rushes for 230 yards and the Titans win this game. I'm not going to pick that. I will take the Jags, but I could definitely see it. Uh, CJ takes the Jags. Chandler. I'm going to go Titans. Yes. I'm getting the Jags. All right. There's one. One. Keep that in mind. Bucks at Falcons. Mm. Uh, CJ's taking the Bucks. This game means nothing for the Bucks, correct? They've already won the division. Uh, What does it mean for Atlanta? Nothing. Nothing. I'm going Bucks. All right. Fly, baby. Fly, Tony. You still can, you can, you can make a Desmond run. Ritter time, baby. Would they, would they really sit Tom Brady in this game? Who is the Bucks backup? Blaine Gabbert. 
Oh. Glane Babbert. Glane Babbert. Best it was the ever. second overall pick behind Cam Newton. Uh, you know what? Give me the Falcons. I think the Panthers made the right call. Uh, okay. They're going to sit Tom Brady. Come on. Come on. Do we know Come that on. for a fact? No, I don't. I just made that up. I'll take... But I'll, why would they play him? You say you're picking like me. I'll take the Falcons with you, Tony. Yes. You. Patriots at Bills. Chandler. Mm. Patriots Bills. win and they're in. You're going Bills. Bills. I will take the Bills. Me too. Tony takes the Bills as will CJ. Vikings at Bears. Mm. Vikings what happened are in. with um, with, with last week? Who? The quarterback. Justin uh, Fields? Good God. 75 yards pass. Was uh, that two weeks ago? But he had like a billion He's never gotten better yards. at passing. A he just, billion running yards. Yeah, he's just really good at running the football. Weird one for the Vikings last week. They gave up a kick return for a touchdown. They didn't get it in on first and goal from the one. Then there was another like special teams. There was, no, pick six for a touchdown. Um, they take on the Bears this week. I'll I will take, take the Vikings. I will as well. Chandler. Vikings. And CJ takes the Vikings. Ravens at Bengals. Bengals. So this one's weird, man. I, let me find all these damn scenarios. I don't think the Ravens are good. I know. They're well, not. they don't have I'll Lamar Jackson, and they still would lose this game with Lamar. I want Bengals. Bengals are. Do they? Hot. Are they playing for anything? With this man, who knows? And I don't really want to get into the. I mean, we can if you want to, but. Well, the Bengals can't get the first round by. Their coach is upset about it, by the way, because normally you'd go by winning percentage, but they changed it this year. They what they change it to? Well, now there's a scenario where you could have a neutral site uh, championship game. If did they only do this because of the Hamlet thing? Yeah, okay. because the game didn't get finished the okay. other night. So the Bengals are playing for. I guess just increasing their seating, perhaps. But the the Ravens are trying to get in the playoffs. Well, it looks like the Ravens are in anyway. Oh wow! How, look, they're not good. We just said they're not good, and they're ten and six. Yeah. Wow, they're the worst ten and six team ever. Is everybody taking the Bengals? Yeah, yes, I already took them. All right. <laughs> Texans at Colts, a true nothing matters game. Ooh. This is a good one for you to go opposite. Who are you taking, Chandler? I'll go Colts. I'll go Texans. All right, there you go. Simple as that. Texans can pull this out. Um, Here we go again. I'll take the Texans. Now, where are we as far as first overall pick, though? Texans are 213 and yeah, one. They're the f- number one, I think. Bears. Number two. So if the Texans win, the Bears could get the number one pick. Wow. And then the Panthers trade up for the number one. I feel like we see this, too, where a team wins and they shouldn't the last week. So, I'm going to take the Texans. CJ is taking the Colts. All right, Jets and Dolphins. Do they play on Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. Dang. Uh, you wanted another Saturday on Saturday? Yeah. Jets and Dolphins. Dolphins need to win and get help to get in. I will take Oh, the Dolphins are starting that guy. Who is that? That guy? Their quarterback. Teddy B? No. No. The other He's guy. like three down. Oh, Mike Glennon? No. No, Skylar Thompson. Thank you, Who Shirley. is that? <laughs> uh, that's the Dolphins He's better than Mike Glennon, though. Skylar. How do you feel about the name Skylar? Not a fan so, of it. Mm, I mean, I think well, it's, it's like a girl's name. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. First girl quarterback. Oh, no. Trevor Lawrence is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My bad. Uh, you taking Skyler or are you taking Joe Flacco? Because he's starting for the Jets. Oh, my God. Gosh. Week 18. This is what it is. Oh, my God. I love it. Uh, I'm not picking this one. I'm going with Old Reliable. Who's that? Who is that? Flacco? Flacco. All right. All right. I'll take the the girl. All right. Tim McGraw said, don't take the girl. Don't take the girl. You are ignoring his advice. Yeah. All right. I will take the girl. Don't and take the girl. I'm taking the girl. It's better than... And CJ's taking Joe Flacco. When we return, we will pick Panther Saints and the other games of Week 18. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. listening to hour two of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by country mart country mart is open every day and has two locations in bethel on highway 11 and in stokes and highway 903 country mart fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline now back to the show welcome back ecu football alum dakota marshall is the owner of first and goal hauling with a fleet of dump trucks he does it all he hauls dirt asphalt stone and a whole lot more and first and goal hauling is where it's a touchdown every time you can follow first and goal hauling on facebook today now let's head back in to prl here's clip well we don't like you either tony welcome back to the show clip rock tony dunn shirley rhodes chandler honeycutt still trying to figure out a discussion from yesterday so down at the beach club is chairman of the board down at the beach club yeah 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 Yeah. but i'm thinking of something that is like on on the beach that's where i wanna be so if anybody could tell me if that's two different songs please let me know beach is it on the beach i don't know i found the one on youtube that you were the beach club but is there a separate one the beach club yeah yeah either way we got to make this pick panthers at saints can riveting just, discussion can we just continue to sing down at the beach club the Jameis winston bowl what if oh man i know um can we get him and start him do do, do the panthers win this chandler mm. sam darnold playing for his I, I for his for money for like five million dollars i'm taking for his the future, panthers yeah. cj's taking the panthers chandler who are you taking i'll you going to go opposite of me, Tony? Maybe. First, all right, so Tony so far has gone opposite. One, two, three. Ooh, I'm times. on a roll. Four. Four. So you only oh. got to do three more. So make them wise. All right. Well, let me look at the rest of the games. I'll go. Ah, I'll go. I'll go Panthers. All right. Chandler, I'll, go, I'll go Saints. All right. That's five, right? I get uh, yep. two more. Browns Question. At- was it this song? I don't think so. That's not nah, it. That's the one I was Fast just forward. listening to. No, definitely not that. That's the one I just looked. Look. Although I do like this song. Okay, 
Okay. So new, it's not that one. There were no okay. Words I'll keep looking. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Why do you sure. like that song so much? There's no words. It's a great song. Sometimes you don't need words. The music okay. tells the. Uh, my, Are there really zero words? One of that? my favorite songs ever is Jimi Hendrix' Bold as Love instrumental. And he just like. The guitar literally sings. It's un, it's unreal. <laughs> it grows a mouth and just and says la 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 la. Yes, it's like it is the best. Man. Singing at the beach. I kind of want to play it. All right, uh, maybe I'll play it. Like, how do we look? Do we look good or bad? I haven't looked good since like fourth grade. <laughs> I hit my peak. Did you order the pictures? Or did you just take that sample one? I'm sure. Like the I'm sure Pam Brock on the wanted them. One time I had a uh, yearbook picture with a with a uh, shiner because I got hit with a baseball before our first game of the season. Same. Because we were doing warm ups and like throwing to two different guys, and that guy threw it. I won't looking. Boom! Right in the right in the eyeball. I got Didn't a buddy in those. Hi- I got a buddy in high school that uh, in um, in high school uh, for three years straight he wore the same shirt on accident. My How do you do it on accident? By the third grade, year, you do it on It's purpose. like it's on purpose. My fifth grade year, uh, Can we I think it was, yeah, I had a black eye uh, for my yearbook picture that year because I had a bicycle accident and I <laughs> clocked myself with the handlebar. I'm listening to this song. To this guitar singing. To all these I'm words. still searching for it. Well, you were talking about you took a picture with a black eye. I yeah. was just saying I have one as well, and I'm wearing my Girl Scout suit, so mm. my Girl Scout uniform. Do you know the first time we met? No. You don't know? Kindergarten, bro. Okay. We were in the same, and then there was a girl in our class that got kicked in the face by a mule. Yeah, I know. And But you're I, talking about shiners, to, but like all I'm saying is this. That was when we met. Kristen Bibbs. Oh, you knew that, that I didn't. God, I couldn't remember the name. Yep. Bibbs, like, look, I should have just messed it up. It was like, uh, not nah, not nah, Browns and Steelers. You said it, not me. Steelers. Browns. I'm on the way. That's six or go, seven. Go through this list and see if you see Browns or Steelers named. He's got no. He he. Lost oh, Steelers. The game. All right, I see it. Dang it. Uh, who'd you take? Chandler? Uh, Steelers. All right. Of course Ch- they did. Tony? Uh, the Browns. And is... You're taking the Browns? Hell yeah. Okay. I'll take What, do the, you want to throw in the towel? Uh, that's... That, if you get mad at me for, like, wordplay, that's awful. That's right. just terrible. All right. <laughs> terrible. Crusty. I said terrible. <laughs> <laughs> terrible towel. Um, by the way... You love it. You know what's on the line here? Mike Tomlin's non-losing record streak. It's gonna happen. You, uh, they, um, well, Kenny Pickett had like twelve yards last week. All right, cool. Chargers <laughs> at Broncos. <laughs> cool, neat story. Cool, neat story. Cool, neat story. I've done a thousand games, and you're telling oh, me about Kenny I, Pickett. Can I make a request for the intro where you put all the? Yeah. Um, I don't even got a quarterback. What was the quarterback joint? Your team ain't even got no even Super Bowl. Got no. <laughs> uh, we'll have to find that. Um, high key, hottest team in the NFL, my 49 The Broncos. Low key, hottest team in the NFL. The Chargers. The Chargers. You don't believe in them, though. Nope. But we're never You say that as if again. you do. Oh, they'll beat the Broncos. Yeah. 
Who cares if we believe in the Chargers? Or I'm not? saying for playoffs, do you believe in them? Mm, that'd be okay. interesting. What is if it's this one? Right. On the beach. This is it. Fast forward a little bit. This is it. It's uh, two different uh, songs. Uh, That's uh, the uh, one. I, uh, and what is this called? On the beach. On the beach Thank by you. Chairman of the Board. Thank you. Oh. Also, Same chairman band. of the board. So Thank you, Shirley. So, so it's at the beach club and down on the, the beach. beach. Down at the beach club with a sign. Hello. Yep. And this is Ain't on in the no beach. hurry at all. So, bottom line, I was right. Sunning no, and fun. You were wrong. Chandler. No, you were right. It's two different songs. I was right. Exhausting. What did I disagree on? That, that it was that you two said different I was songs. singing a, that other song. No, you guys were both singing. We're both Tony, you're not in this. Oh my God. Here I'm we go. Here. I'm not you a referee. You're not even listening. I'm not even referee. On the beach. That's where I want to be. <laughs> I hate y'all singers. On the beach. Yes, clearly. I'm out of here. Baby, come go. Hold on, we got to make more picks. Just pick the opposite. <laughs> Chargers at Broncos. Opposite. <laughs> You're not taking the Broncos. No. Right. No Char- way. Charger. All right. Uh, the opposite of good. Giants the- at Eagles. Opposite. Eagles have to yeah. win. I'll take the Eagles. Chandler. Eagles. Why are you even thinking? I mean. I had to look at this uh, matchup. Tony. Uh, the Eagles. All right. So the takes the horse eating poop. Cardinals at Niners. I'll take the Niners. Yes. Who's starting for the Cardinals? It's like uh, Skyler. Is, is it Skyler's brother? Uh, Chris. <laughs> I think it's uh, McSorley. I think his name is Vanessa. Rainbow. Um, Sally. Yeah, old Sal's. Oh, Sal's the- getting the start. Uh, this uh, girl I went to, I was in, when I was in graduate school, her name was Rainy Summer Break. Huh. That was her real name. Her last name was Summer Break? No, her first name was Rainy. Her middle name was Summer. Her last name was Break. And we heard, have you ever heard someone where you can hear one side of the conversation on a phone and you know what the other person is saying, mm-hmm. even though you can't hear it? And uh, she was applying to go to Emory. And uh, they said, Really? And she was like, yes. And my friend goes, you know your parents were tied to a tree at some point in their life. Great story. Another cool, classic story. Tony Dunn story. Uh, I listened to Under the Bridge with Ellen driving in a car back in the day. Yeah. Uh, Rams at Seahawks. Does anyone really care? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and your Shiner stories. We got to listen to y'all's Shiner stories, but you get. Oh, my gosh. Does you know anyone really even again. care? I, Tony is. So, I quit again. Tony is sensitive. He really is. You, you are sensitive. Oh. You are the most sensitive person. In this That's whole what world. a sensitive person would say. <laughs> We're having a. So, it's a sensitive uh, off. We're having a sensitive off. Suffering Olympics, the sensitive Olympics. Rams and Seahawks. Oh, or do you, um, Steve Wilkes? <laughs> <laughs> Make and a we pick. Can, we control Chandler. the line of scrimmage. Rams. Somebody please pick, man. I'm losing. Seahawks. Uh, Thank you. Rams. Thank you. Ooh. Thank you. I'm going to win. Whoa. That's seven. That is. Cowboys at Commandars. Cowboys. Same. Go one up. Try to. And this is it. Try to win. Lions oh. at Packers for the win. Oh, my goodness. Who are you taking, Chandler? I'm, I got uh, it. Packers are hot. Dang it. 
That's who I'm. We'll pick. We're gonna pick. tie and go for no, the top. No, we're tying. We're tying. Ron Rivera. Why not go for Lions? That would be awesome. It, could I be eliminated? I don't know if I can. Um, how about this, Tony? Let, so if the we C- could be eliminated, if the Seahawks lose, the Packers uh, lines is for the whole shebang. If it's for that, will you take the lines? No. Okay. No. Right. I'm kind of really on the Packers. Like, what a story! I feel like uh, Aaron Rodgers is just going to do this. Oh yeah, he like. Well, I was going to say he doesn't lose the lines. He literally already did this year, but not this time. All right, picks are in. Tony, uh, one last quit. <laughs> again. One last post game wrapping up the year on Sunday, or what are you going to do? Uh, we're going to just have Jameis Winston on. <laughs> Tony is done. He's gone. All right, Jim Harbaugh. I'm what what did he band. say? What did I say? Thanks for joining us, Tony. C3 Panthers podcast is what I said. That was a bit contentious, but we appreciate it. This is that Jimmy Hendrix. Sing that song, guitar. You hear that guitar singing? I hear it saying, yip dip 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 All right, we'll take a break. Come back. Morgan Ehlers joins us after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bell's Fork and in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clint. Alrighty, hour three. Wild edition of Pirate Radio Live here on a Friday. We'll open up the booty bag this hour. Talk to Greeny, Mark Greenhelge also. Hear what Mike Schwartz had to say earlier today before the Pirates take on Memphis coming up on Saturday. Right now, we will head out to the Pit Electric Live line and talk to Morgan Ehlers, who joins us here on Pirate Radio Live. Hello, Morgan. Hey, Clipper. How you doing, sir? Doing great. Wish the Pirates could win a home conference basketball game. Two frustrating ones these last couple of weeks, Morgan, and you've been there with the best seat in the house and uh seen two look fun competitive ball games i was talking to my dad last night he said despite the losses uh he is having a, a blast going to Minji's this year watching this team fight compete and unfortunately there are a few free throws away morgan from being three and oh in conference play yeah you know the the first game in conference play at home against temple uh i think they missed they were 20 of 35 from the free throw line and you know, you lose that one by a few points the other night, the same thing. And I think one of the, the areas I think maybe the coaches uh, are a little concerned about right now, and it's I think it's an easy fix, is the the baskets that are right around, the shots that are right around the basket yeah. aren't going. Yep. Because, I mean, the Pirates both games have had multiple chances real close and just missed them. 
lot of Ezra, uh, some Brandon Johnson, some Javon Small there, and even some Felton where they get to the rim and they're contested, but you got to finish them. And that's something I hope that uh, you, you say it could be an easy fix. I, I agree. It's definitely fixable. Uh, you clean up some of that, you're looking at uh, some potential more conference wins this year. But that being said, uh, Ezra especially, his ability to get to the rim, Morgan, is is amazing for his size. Uh, he's got a lot of quickness and a little bit of ball handling, too, uh, to get to the rack. Yeah, he had a couple moves the other night. It was a couple spin moves that he had uh, down low that were very impressive. He's got some really quick feed. Reminds me a little bit of a young, uh, a different style of ball player. He's bigger then uh, Jaden Gardner when he's here. Jaden had a lot of those type of spin moves underneath, and I think Ezra has a, a more bigger body, so to speak, because he's taller, a little bit leaner, uh, and, you know, and a little bit faster, I think. But uh, but I also think he's still learning how to play the college game a little bit. Yeah, and that uh, you know when he gets uh, as he gets a little bit more game experience, I think he's going to be really hard to handle down low and. You know, he gets the ball around the paint. You know, he can ball fake, dribble drive, and, and do those kind of things too. So, work on his free throws, but that's all a, a work in progress. Yeah, and and Temple uh, not going to be a tournament team. I, I could see UCF uh, potentially being an at large. They played Houston tight in their uh, conference uh, in the previous conference game uh, before East Carolina, and uh, they are as advertised defensively. Uh, they smothered East Carolina the other night. East Carolina did a good job on the defensive end too, but UCF toughest team we've seen, uh, so far, we'll see how Memphis stacks up with them when the Pirates take on the Tigers coming up on Saturday. Yeah, I thought East Carolina played, played them well. I know that, uh, Central Florida, you know, they, they've had a lot of transfers come in and take over for, uh, Johnny Dawkins squad and, uh, you know, they made more shots down the down the stretch yeah. than we made. But uh, the, the CJ, one of the CJs, I can't remember his last name for for Central Florida. Called his name a lot. I should remember his <laughs> name. But uh, he, you know, he's a, a fourth fifth year player, and he made some really clutch shots. And that's where East Carolina doesn't have that that older leadership. They can say, "Hey, give me the ball down. You know, give me the ball. I'm gonna, you know, take and put the game in my hands." Central Florida does. They're a very experienced team. Might not be experienced with UCF, but they're a very proven basketball team when it comes to playing in college basketball games. Morgan Ayler's joining us. Uh, PA man, karaoke man, trivia man. I got some sports trivia for Chandler and Morgan. Who wants to go first? Uh, let's go with Chandler first. Chandler, I'm going to go four years ago today. The Chicago Bears double doinked it, allowing this team to win in the playoffs. Oh, the Eagles. That is correct. Morgan Ayler's. Eagles. It was the Eagles. <laughs> correct. Good job, Morgan. 16 years ago today, tonight, Tony Romo fumbled the hold as the Cowboys were going to kick uh, a field goal. And it was fumbled. I thought it was an extra point. This says field goal. It was an extra point. I thought it was an extra point, too. Uh, it was against who, Morgan? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. He's breaking up. Chandler, do you know it? Uh, it wasn't the Bears, was it? No. It wasn't the Bears, was it? No. That is a no. <laughs> um, NFC West. The uh, 49ers? No. 
Seattle. Yes. The Seattle Seahawks came away with the 21 to 20 victory on the Romo botched That's why I hold. For the static in my line, I got to a better spot. I heard him say it. You did? Yeah. Uh, judges? I heard him say it. All right. We got it. Two for two. Well done, guys. Way to go, Morgan. That's why you're my sports guys. Uh, Morgan, one more week to go before we get to the NFL playoffs. And a lot of teams, my commanders, Chandler's Panthers, and uh, others are playing for nothing. Uh, but, uh, man, still a lot out there. Who, As we sit here before the playoffs begin, Morgan, and I think it's kind of up in the air. I think we could get a lot of different answers here. But uh, what's your Super Bowl matchup as we sit here early January? Uh, I think my AFC matchup is going to be Kansas City and Buffalo. NFC is going to be Dallas and Philadelphia if it plays out, depending on the brackets. And I think a team of fate right now might be the Buffalo Bills. I think Buffalo can uh, win it. And I'm thinking, uh, you always mention the Tony Romo thing. You've already mentioned that about you know what can happen with the Cowboys. Cowboys could win it in there the nfc but i think philadelphia could win it too it sounds like you are leaning what are you uh you kind of worried about the eagles losing two in a row they hadn't have a jalen hurts but they are kind of stumbling down the stretch here yeah i think obviously not having jalen hurts i'm gonna tell you and i kind of saw we tied this conversation yesterday uh be be careful i think early on in for tampa bay because all of a sudden <laughs> you start Tom Brady's starting to have a little bit of consistency the last couple of weeks with his wide receivers that he hasn't had all year. And their, their line is a patchwork line. And, um, you know, they're starting to play better. And if their defense is capable of playing with anybody, but it's been their offense has sort of stalled them this year, they might throw a monkey wrench into a couple teams' plans early on in the playoffs. I'm not saying they're going to go to the Super Bowl or the finals. <clears throat> saying they might win or win a game or two in the playoffs well depending on what happens this weekend that's either going to be against dallas or philadelphia so they're going to have to beat one of the best but it will be at home and it will be tom brady and uh speaking of which um on the 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 former team tom brady played on the patriots i uh, read that this will be bill belichick's first win and you're in situation the last week of the regular season in his career I mean, I guess that shows you how many times they've kind of locked up either their division or a wild card, but they are in Buffalo, and uh, you got some good news on uh, Hamlin earlier today as far as you know the, the, him being off the breathing tube and FaceTiming his teammates, and it's just such a weird situation as far as the, the players and their feelings heading out there, but that's who the Patriots are going to have to beat. They're going to have to go to Buffalo and uh, win to get in the playoffs, Morgan. I just I don't see them beating Buffalo in Buffalo this week. I just yeah. I mean, if if Buffalo doesn't come out with a chip on their shoulder, ready to play and play, you know, for Demar Hamlin, it would yeah. shock. I mean, it would just shock. I think everybody in the NFL. And if I'm Bill Belichick, you're you're trying to do anything you can to get them out of a rhythm and not let them get going because I think if they do, they're going to put it on the Patriots this weekend. Morgan Naylor's joining us, Pit Electric Live Line. Morgan, uh, you've made it through the Holt Naylor's era of pirate football, and uh, I say that kind of tongue-in-cheek, but I know that uh, that was uh, that was difficult with you. We hadn't talked about it a lot, but we've we've talked about it a little bit, you being up there while 
he's getting hit on the football field and and you know if he makes a mistake you're feeling awful up there uh, luckily you were able to celebrate a lot because of all the numbers he put up and the wins the team were able to put up in the last two years but what an era uh the Ehlers era rolls on with Morgan Ehlers but uh the Holton Ehlers has come to an end very proud of him very proud of his teammates and what they were able to accomplish the last uh four or five years and you know, it hasn't always been easy. I mean, there's been a lot of things that a lot of people don't know and, uh, you know, and probably will never know that, that were behind the scenes and during the games that went on. And, you know, just like the freaking ever-ready batter, he just kept going and going and going and very proud of the way he played. You know, he's got a, a pain threshold that I don't know about, <laughs> I promise you. Yeah. I mean, because most people probably wouldn't be in there, but he did and uh I'm very proud of him, and now he's getting ready to go down to Orlando for the Hula Bowl, and then uh, some decisions we made if he gets his shoulder fixed now or does he wait and then go or go train in Mobile. And uh, the feedback's been very positive, so we'll see what happens. And things are in his hands, the Lord's hands, and you know, if people have doubted him before, uh, I wouldn't make that mistake. And it's going to be uh, a different look ECU football team, and they're not alone. A lot of teams across the country uh, are going to deal with this. But man, Morgan, you've seen a lot of guys, you know, declare for the draft, enter the transfer portal, or or like Holton and Miles and uh, Isaiah, guys like that. Their eligibility has run out. It's going to be a, a new look. The good news is Mike Houston Foundation has said, but man, uh, a lot of different Jimmys and Joes in the Pirate uniforms next season. Yeah, you know they. You know now the coaches, Coach Houston and I actually talked about that uh, a little bit before the bowl game and had a chance to talk with them for a few minutes. And you know it's not just recruiting uh, high school kids or junior college players anymore. You know the fact that the transfer portal has uh, allowed people to uh, you know come in and go. As I think J.T. Daniels started out at, for instance, quarterback started out at UCLA, went to Georgia, went to West Virginia. Now he's at Rice. Right. So he's literally transferred four times in four years. I don't think and this is just my opinion. That's what that portal was made for. It used to be that if you transferred, you had to sit out a year and you lost a year of eligibility. Now they're saying, well, you can transfer and not lose a year. Give a kid one year, uh, give one transfer during your career. If you transfer again, you can do it, but you got to sit out a year. There's got to be something that helps stabilize the 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 sporting world of college athletics. I mean, basketball's not quite as bad. Baseball's gotten somewhat, but nothing like football. And it's hard to manage 105 players. And it's hard to, and it's not fair to the high school players that are coming out that are, are now almost getting overlooked because you've still only got so many scholarships. Yeah. You know, and it's it's tough. And it's, uh, it's tough on the coaches. It's tough on the players. And it's tough on... Uh, the media people covering it because now you've got to learn new numbers and names every year. Yeah, we'll it's, see. I mean, it was it's Wild Wild West. We'll see if any rules uh, updates to it uh, come down uh, here in the coming years. But uh, it's it's it is tough, and it's tough for us to as fans as watchers to kind of figure out what we're going to have heading into uh, to each season. Morgan Ayler's joining us, Pit Electric Live Line. Morgan, uh, what you got going on this weekend? Uh, playing tonight over at the Market Street Pub in Washington, and then off tomorrow night, and we start off another long week next week. So, all right, January kind of different from a wedding season. It's yeah. a, a typical wedding season, but uh, 
Uh, got a couple this month and shaping up to be a really good year. So if anybody out there needs a DJ for their wedding, call me. <laughs> you know a guy. He is the man. He is Captain Morgan, DJ Captain Morgan, joining us, Morgan Aylers. Morgan, enjoyed it, man. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot, guys. You have a good weekend. And Chandler, you impressed me with your smarts on trivia. There you go. Great compliment from a great man. All right, Morgan Aylers joining us here on the program. Shirley, you want to open it up now? Do it. Oh, we're leaving. See it. Oh. Man, I got booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, David, booty, I hate it when booty, I open do up that. what? The door to leave? <laughs> new rule. If Shirley accidentally hits that, the show ends. Yes. We that is a new rule. Oh, I hate it when I do that. And if, if that's the case, she will hit it in the first 10 minutes of the show. <laughs> during the open. Yeah, during the open. I'm like, whoops. All right, what's left in that bag of yours? How about... She's got lunch, your bag. Mm, lunch for two at tiebreakers. How about that? Mm, the breaker. Dave, I saw David Price at uh, Minji's talk to him for a while. Yeah, I did too. Really makes me miss Shirley backing that thing up. I know. <laughs> Hopefully, we can get him back on as a sponsor, but we shall see. Lunch for two, tiebreaker. Hey, I talked to him about potentially uh, countdown to first pitch, countdown to tip off. There you go. I was doing a little work, doing a little. Okay, okay. A little hey ho, hey, hey, hey. Uh, the hey ho, hey ho, ho, now. Shirley, what call are you looking for? Five. Call her five, 317 We're back. Uh, we'll hear from Mike Schwartz what he had to say earlier today after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903, and both locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93-ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. And congratulations to Pirate Al of Greenville. Picked up lunch for two at Tiebreakers. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bells Fork and in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clint. All right, and is Pirate Owl on with us? Yes. I wanted him to come on because he's perfect for our discussion we were having earlier in the show about the best football players to ever play against East Carolina kind of stemmed from Brian North and I talking about LaDainian Tomlinson. He was on the only TCU team to beat East Carolina. Pirates are 2-1 and one against the Horned Frogs, but Tomlinson uh, took down the Pirates in a, a bowl game, and it got us talking about the best players to play against ECU. So, Pirate Al, you are the East Carolina Athletics Encyclopedia. So, uh, I'll, I'll ask you, who, are, uh, who do you think are the best players ECU's played against in football? Now, now, Cliff, give me one that, ones that during the game put on a show or ones that later on became the biggest names of football. And, and More so the latter. Uh, didn't even really have to have a big game, but ECU played against them, and they became greats eventually. Well, I'll tell you, Marvin Harrison put on a show. Uh, wow. When, uh, unfortunately, we went up there to the Carrier Dome when he had Donovan McNabb, and 
I'm not sure what Marvin's stats were, man, but that that's the game. Unfortunately, they beat us 56 to nothing. We didn't mention him. We mentioned we heard McNabb, we heard Dwight Freeney, we heard uh, Reggie Wayne, who went on to play with Marvin, but nobody said Marvin Harrison. That's a good one, Pardo. Yeah, and then when we, of course, I mean, we were loaded. We went down. I, I guess the biggest maybe is when we went down and played Miami, uh, and I was there in the Orange Bowl in '96. We played against um, Ray Lewis and beat him down there yeah mvp they scored on the opening drive missed the extra point and we ended up beating them i think 31 to 6 uh great names there for basketball pirate al do you, were you around did uh did david robinson play in Minji's or did we play at navy yeah. no yeah he played here i saw him play here two or three times and the place was packed and he was definitely the the, the best i've ever seen as far as a you know competition another player coming here and play against us was it was definitely the admiral. The admiral. You got to go through the Robinson. Yeah, there you go, Pirate Al. Uh, before we let you go, uh, I, I'm not gloom and doom. I'm just kind of raising the caution flag of, uh, hey, uh, we had a great, a good end of the year, a good football season. But there's going to be a, be a lot of new players. I know you follow the recruiting, the ins and outs. So, what's your take? Early, way too early take on Pirate football 2023. What do you think it'll look like? Well, I'm hoping this is a real critical time right now because a lot of transfers uh, are going on. A lot of transfers are visiting us right now. A lot have been here this week, and a lot more are coming between now and Sunday. We've already picked up four more commitments, so that's going to that's going to plug some holes. But I feel like uh, with Mason Garcia, I think we're going to have to change our offense somewhat, um, and that's going to help us. I think we're going to have a chance to have a solid defense, but I think you'll see a lot more RPO quarterback draws, um, a different running scheme, especially with, with Mogridge coming in as our new offensive line coach. and, and uh, But we did lose a lot of talent, Clip. I mean, it's it's going to be tough. But, of course, our, our schedule does lighten up some, you know, with yeah. the three teams that are leaving. But, uh, but yeah, hopefully we'll win, you know. Hopefully we'll uh, continue to win seven, eight, nine games and, and go to a bowl game. It's not going to be easy. We've we got a lot of, a lot of shoes to fill. Pirate Al, congrats. Uh, we'll see you out at tiebreakers and uh, probably see you in Mengees and pretty soon Clark LeClaire as uh, the ECU Athletics machine rolls on. So thanks for tuning in. Great to talk with you, man. Hey, you too, man. Guy Willing Creek doesn't rise. I'll be there. <laughs> All right. There is Pirate Al uh, with a couple of names we hadn't uh, mentioned. Ray Lewis and Marvin Harrison, two greats. Also, two guys indirectly involved in – well, we'll move on from that. Oh, boy. Well, we're moving on uh steve says terry bradshaw did the pirates play louisiana tech when bradshaw was there that's a little too early for me 24 year old me uh i had a trivia question for morgan and chandler a moment ago this one's for shirley rhodes okay Uh uh-huh what you got for shirley (laughs) he's all set to try to steal this thing for me uh this is a Say by the bell trivia question oh my god i don't know i don't think this would have come to me what nfl quarterback showed up on the show as screech's cousin as screech's cousin is it dan marino i remember there was a former nfl player that was like their time dorm out. Time dude. Out. did you change your name to shirley when i went looking sorry what he's over there throwing out answers oh threw out i didn't hear i didn't hear threw out a guess do you Uh, you have a guess really dan marino that's what he just said no 
The oh. answer is... <laughs> I was thinking the hair. The answer is this scene right here. He's about to walk into the door. None other than Jim Harbaugh. Shut <laughs> up. What? <laughs> Jim Harbaugh. Steve Hill remembers, of course, the Save by the Bell trivia host. I was thinking because of the hair, Dan Marino might be oh, a yeah. little bit closer. Got the kind of curly fro But there, there was a dorm like jim harbaugh <laughs> yeah wearing that jeans. was so random wearing too. jeans by the way um but i remember when they went the college years when say oh, by the yeah. bear that they they had an nfl guy that well it was uh, uh golick it was yeah. mike golick's brother bob golick i believe he was yeah. like the i don't know what you dorm, would call him. dorm mom but not yeah. dorm dad dorm dad uh there you go little trivia for you folks out there you talk about future panthers head coach jim harbaugh could be yeah maybe you'll see screech powers at some games that'd be pretty cool all right let's hear what mike schwartz had to say earlier today pirates set to take on the memphis tigers coming up on saturday here was coach schwartz you know disappointed in uh, the way we finished the game the other night and weren't able to find a way uh, versus central florida and uh, doesn't get anything but get more difficult right now headed to memphis here for a very challenging game versus a uh, Extremely well-coached ball club, um, team that is high-powered on offense and a very strong defensive team, you know, holding teams to 39% field goal percentage defense, and uh, we know what kind of atmosphere it will be in there, so going to be a great challenge for our guys. When you look ahead to the Tigers, obviously Dave's going to get the majority of the action for them. What's the game plan to try and contain him? You know, what the word contain is, is the word. We, we know what a dynamic player is, one of the very best guards in the country uh, in terms of and also their duo with him and DeAndre Williams. But just they have great depth down the line. But Kendrick Davis is just a dynamic scorer. He's someone that makes them go on offense and transition, makes them go in the half court. He can get to the basket. He can shoot the ball. And he's really, you know, the head of the snake for them on defense as well in terms of uh, turning teams over. They force 16 turnovers a game. He and Lomax, I'm familiar with Alex Lomax, very tough guard that can uh, really spearhead what they do defensively so um, you know I don't I don't know if there's one any one game plan that anybody has and if someone has it I'd love them to let me know about it <laughs> how key will it be to to limit you know live ball turnovers not let them get out and transition and because they're always so athletic and fast and can score in bunches that way yeah that's as big a key as any and it doesn't matter if it's on the road or at home uh, when you play Memphis or any team that forces as many turnovers as they do and not only force turnovers uh, you know we've seen that we've had games where we force turnovers and we struggle to convert on those sometimes uh, they are really good at doing that not only do they force the turnovers but they are a dynamic team getting out and running and finishing and and now you put that in their building and what that would do to the crowd and what that does to momentum and gets them even more aggressive on defense so uh, we have to make sure that you know we can take care of the basketball so it's going to be a premium you came came from Tennessee. I imagine you probably had some recruiting battles with Penny um, when when you were there. What, what's your relationship with him? Any good stories that you have from the past? No, you know, uh, Tennessee is interesting. I mean, it's it's such a wide state, and in Memphis is on the western part of the state, and Knoxville, uh, University of Tennessee is in the eastern part of the state. So you don't always end up in that. Yeah, there were some, but uh, just great respect for Coach Hardaway and what he does there. Uh, Frank Haith, uh, one of the coaches on the staff there, someone that I have tremendous respect for, uh, friendship with, someone the ultimate admiration for, work with him at Texas when he was an assistant, and then was fortunate enough to work for him at University of Miami, and then as well at Tulsa. So I know what 
kind of dynamic coaching staff they have, and Coach Hardaway has built that program uh, to a national power, and they're playing as good as anybody is right now. Uh, we've just crossed paths in when we've played at Tennessee and Memphis and sometimes in recruiting, uh, but just uh, great respect for them. There's some of what Michael Schwartz had to say earlier today, East Carolina and Memphis, 2 o'clock coming up on Saturday. Can the Pirates get to 2-0 and in road conference games? That would have to be the first time in ever uh, for that to happen. So uh, hopefully the Pirates can get it done on the road once again. Let's take a break. Still getting submissions for best players we've played against. Just had a caller say Brett Favre. I have one for you. Southern Miss. Uh, in 1968, East Carolina did play Louisiana Tech at Louisiana Tech and lost that game 7-35. They played again in 1969. They hosted Louisiana Tech and also lost that game behind one Terry Bradshaw as quarterback. Right. Do you know who his quarterback was before? He did not play the first two. He was not the starting quarterback the first two years he was there. Do you know who the starting quarterback was? Do you have a clue? I have, no I have one. Go I, for it. Bill Robertson from Duck Dynasty. Correct. What the bleep. Yep. He was the starting quarterback. He was the starting quarterback. Terry Bradshaw was his backup. Wow. And then, but see, he was he was starting his, his duck business, and it started taking off. And uh, so he did not play in 1968, even though he he was eligible to play. He was going to be the starting quarterback. So he moved to the side to let one Terry Bradshaw take over. What about a story? And then uh, it both worked out for him. It was a win-win situation. It yep. was. They both ended up on TV. Yep. Dominating. And getting a lot of money. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Mark Greenhill's Golf Shop Radio Show joins us after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. It was a good week, uh, or excuse me, a good day for the stock market to close out the week. The Dow was up 700 points, closed at 33,630. NASDAQ was up up to 264 points at 10,569 and the S&P was up 86 points and finished out the week at 3,895. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Alrighty, we'll quickly head back out to the Pit Electric Live Line and welcome on Mark Greenhelge Golf Shop Radio Show coming your way Saturday here on Pirate Radio. Greeny, Happy New Year. How you doing today? I'm doing great, Clip. Happy New Year to you too. And uh, looking forward to a busy sports weekend. And Greeny, before we get into golf, let's talk about uh, a couple of your teams. First, your school, the Clemson Tigers. And um, we're going to start a Clemson chat, uh, not regarding football, 4-0 and in ACC play to start the basketball season. How sustainable is this, Greeny? How surprised are you that the Tigers are 4-0? Uh, and How did I know that you were going to bring this up first? Because <laughs> you know me and Clemson basketball have this relationship where 
as soon as something like this happens, <laughs> I start paying attention. They'll lay like a couple of complete eggs. Yeah. So um, I will say that on February 11th, when they play in the Dean Dome, I will be in attendance for that game. But hopefully they don't screw up before that and uh, kind of fall off the off the top of the totem pole. But, you know, it's an interesting group. I mean, it's like they've had a couple of losses where they shouldn't have, but then they start the season 4-0 in the ACC. I mean, I don't really know if there's a juggernaut, so to say, in the ACC because, you know, obviously Duke and North Carolina are struggling a little bit out of the gate. But, um you know, it's just kind of, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know where I stand, Cliff. Like I said, I, I hesitate to watch because as soon as I start watching, bad things happen. How about, uh, and and I guess, uh, yeah, did, you won't be seeing history. Clemson finally did uh, break that streak in Chapel Hill. So uh, they do have that going for them a couple of years ago. But how about football-wise, Greeny with the Tigers? And way too early to tell because there are still roster moves to be made uh, with this new uh, free agency we're seeing basically in college football. But Clemson uh, coming off the year they did, where, where are the Tigers, you think, preseason heading in? to 2023 i mean are, are they still kind of up there top five top ten uh where, where do you see the tigers coming in this year i would say that they're you know in the acc they're probably still the top of the acc i mean i, I was a little surprised at some of the defensive guys that have left i was actually surprised that it said some of the secondary stayed which is I guess it's a good thing because I felt like secondary, if a few guys had left, that they might be a little thin back there. But with two guys coming back, I feel pretty good. They've got some good defensive line talent coming in, but you're losing several guys up front. Um, you know, So I think their depth maybe up front on the defensive line would be challenged. I was a little surprised that McFadden on the offensive line left tackle left. But I guess that means the kid Miller from the, that was playing the right side will now move over to the left side, which I'm fine with that. So, the only thing that I'm a little worried about is, you know, we had DJ, and DJ we know struggled at times, and they never really let him throw the ball down the field. Lo and behold, you put Cade Klubnik in in the bowl game, and it seemed like uh, two out of every three passes were getting chucked way down the field. So I, I don't know if we've lost our mind offensively or what. So I'm a little concerned about play calling and Brandon Street are still from that standpoint. But, you know, so I, I would say that we're definitely still the top of the ACC. I would say that we're probably a – you know a fringe playoff team you know you could you could win them all you could lose a couple clemson saw this uh georgia team that'll be playing in the championship last year uh to open the season i remember a 10 to 3 struggle and at that time we knew georgia had one of if not the best defense in uh, all the college football they showed last year that they had the offense as well and stetson bennett back for another year undefeated looking to run the table they got to get by pesky tcu to do it it's a big spread for a championship game uh, game greenie as uh, double digit favorites are these georgia bulldogs do you think tcu's magical season has a chance uh, at continuing or are the bulldogs just going to be too tough on monday night you know i felt you know a month ago that tcu for me had as good a chance as anybody before we even knew who the four teams were to win a national championship i mean when you looked at what they had done, I mean, they, there was not a game where they didn't score a million points. There were obviously some games where they gave up some points, but, you know, from a Big 12 perspective, they actually had a better defense than we've actually seen come out of that conference in a while, and they had the offense to back it up. And, you know, I don't, we don't know what we're going to get from Georgia. We've seen Georgia 
win games by being great defensively. We've seen Georgia win a couple of games in a shootout like we just saw against an Ohio State team. So I don't know. I feel like this could be an incredible shootout. I'm really surprised that, that Georgia, I guess, is getting double-digit you know, numbers in this game. I really feel like, you know, TCU has a good, as good a chance to win this thing as Georgia. For me, it's a toss-up almost. Mark Greenell's Golf Shop Radio Show joining us, talking hoops, talking football. Now we'll get to the golf. And Greeny, as uh, first week here in January, I, I know we wait a while. You always, and, and you can give me the timeline here when golf kind of gets back to uh, to Florida, the East Coast. Uh, you start to pay attention to it. But what's uh, what's on the docket? What are we? Uh, what are some dates we're looking forward to when it comes to golf twenty twenty three? Well, the current tournament, the Tournament of Champions. This is the the interesting part this is one of you know the the list that is the what's called the elevated event now we have 16 of the top 20 in the world uh rory mcelroy being one of those exceptions not playing this week now these guys get the opportunity to bail out of one of these elevated events per season rory chose the first one not sure why he did that but i mean you Generally, this tournament of champions is kind of like a kick it around guys that, that won from the previous year. So you get some rookies, you get some maybe a guy that had you know lightning in a bottle one week, and you guys go out and make a ton of birdies. And and this week, you know, we've got uh, you know a leaderboard that has Morikawa, Rom, Tim, you know, uh, Scheffler, Fitzpatrick, and you know look further down the list, you got Tony Finau and you got Justin Thomas, Victor Hovland, you know, to go along with guys like Sigala. And uh, Scott Stallings and a uh, you know Sun J M and these guys. So this is one of those events where we kind of get to see what's in store for us the rest of the year when we have elevated events that have bigger fields. So it's a little intriguing to me to see how these guys respond against uh, playing against a, a lot more competition like at a tur- tournament of champions than they're used to. So that's what you look for. You look for all of those elevated events this year, and when they all pop in. And then, of course, we're also waiting to see what Tiger's going to do. We we kind of have seen and, and heard, you know, him hit the ball. We know that he struggled walking still because of the plantar fascia. So, you know, we know we're going to get him for the majors. Do we get him at a, a Torrey Pines? Do we get him at, you know, uh, his event in the California swing out at Riviera? Um, we're kind of waiting to see where we're going to get Tiger. And then we're waiting to see the Masters when we, uh, you know, the Masters dinner, when we have live guys and, and PGA Tour guys sitting around a table together. Um, and, and then play against each other. How does how does the Masters handle that going forward? And how does the PGA Championship, who's the next major championship, what is their criteria going to be in terms of letting guys in? Because I was actually out there looking at it today. The PGA of America does not have an exemption that is for the top 50 in the world from the previous year. So that's going to be an interesting one as they go forward. Mark Greenell's Golf Shop Radio Show joining us. You can check it out, 8 to 10 a.m. Uh, right here Saturday morning on Pirate Radio. Greeny, what do you have planned for uh, the first show of the new year coming up tomorrow? Well, we're going to talk with Bill Bender of the Sporting News, get everything, uh, whether it's NFL and the fun things that are going on and trying to figure out who's going to be what seed in the AFC after uh, – what appears to be now a great story of recovery uh, from the Buffalo Bill side of things. So we'll talk to Bill about uh, college football uh, championship game in the NFL. We're going to talk to uh, big-timer Charlie Reimer down in Myrtle Beach, get his uh, thoughts about uh, a little bit, bit of a wrap-up from 2022 and a preview of 2023. 
We'll check in with Rob Spellman of Golf Aficionado Magazine to see where he is going in the new year and what resorts and great golf courses that he recommends people stay at and head out to. So lots of good stuff going on tomorrow. Mark Greenhill's joining us today. Greeny, appreciate your time as always. Enjoyed the chat and uh, have a great show tomorrow. We'll check in with you again next week. All right. Thanks, Cliff. Have a good one. Mark Greenhill's Golf Shop Radio Show joining us here on Pirate Radio Live. Um, we'll take a break. I wonder, Chandler, uh, what's the earliest in the year, the earliest day of a year you've played golf? I ask that because looks like coming up, we got some highs of mid fifties, uh, high fifties on Monday, but then like next Thursday, Friday, I'm seeing like sixties. That's you can play golf in that weather, right? I could have played golf the weekend of, uh, new year well definitely it was smoking then but like i remember even saying like i could play golf today i think you might could break a record this year earliest you've played if you choose to yeah i want to say i don't usually play golf until around april may i might have played in march before um but yeah that's probably the earliest consider some january golf this year i'm gonna try to put it on your resolution list I don't have time That's for right. golf. That's right. My bad. You're working. You're always working. I don't have time for golf. What are you talking about? Mr. Blue Collar Guy over Blue here. Collar. A lot, not a lot of blue collar guys out there in the golf course like you. No. I mean, look. My hands look like this, so my grip can look like this. Oh, no. I don't want to see wow. any of that. Uh, we'll take a break and wrap it up after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Did you miss the show on Pirate Radio where you can listen to all of Pirate Radio's archived local programming by subscribing to us on wherever you get podcasts. You can uh, subscribe today by going to the podcast app on your phone or you can visit pr927fm.com. Now, let's head back in to PRL. Here's Flip. Is that a new Panthers cup, Chandler? Yeah. And it, look, it kept the ice in it the whole day. Awesome. Nice little Christmas gift there. Round, round, round. Round. I was watching some, uh, I was watching Psych uh, the other night. All time great show. Great mix of comedy and uh, mystery. And um, a guy had a Panther as a pet uh-huh, uh-huh. and they never showed it it was just outside chasing people around and every time they played the panther sound effect it was like the carolina panther sound effect <laughs> which shirley says sounds like donald duck <laughs> sounds like donald duck <laughs> choking on a bowl of grits i guess what that's it sounds the like. international sound of the uh the panther the elusive black panther yeah so anyway that's another panther first down <laughs> oh that's All terrible right. now i hear it shirley <laughs> now i hear terrible. what you hear every time <laughs> everybody have a great weekend sounds <laughs> 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 like 
right. You're dying is All what right. you're saying. Donald, take us home. All right, we'll see you, everybody. Have a great weekend. We'll see you here on Monday at 3 o'clock on Pirate Alive. So long, everybody. So long, everybody. Bye-bye. All right, bye, y'all. Bye, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.